2: All right, welcome to the Cast number one hundred sixty with Ignoble Solid for his second appearance. Ignoble, how are we doing
1: today? Hey man, how's it going? Thanks for having me back. It's it's pretty crazy because I remember I, I distinctly remember the last episode I, I was on was episode sixty nine. Okay. Uh, oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> that
2: was that was on purpose, I think. Right? Yeah.
1: Kind of. It was. It was. <laughs>
2: So one, say yeah. I should maybe I should have waited nine more episodes. That would have been a little bit more. <laughs> Dude, it's fitting. crazy.
1: You've had like a hundred, almost a hundred episodes since then. You've been chucking, even you know, pounding these out these last couple of weeks at least.
2: Yeah. No. I mean, January was the f- was the biggest month I've ever done. Eight episodes in a month, which uh, is like Holy not shit. that that is not sustainable. But I mean, it, <laughs> yeah. it, like it's kind of sustainable, I guess technically. But it's like sometimes I feel like I'm overloading. You know, like I, I don't want to mm-hmm. like it's like uh, kind of like overbearing like here's here's all these episodes everybody like if you're subscribed to my youtube and you're just like on the feed and you're just seeing like cast after cast like twice a week it's just like okay like i, I feel like for an audience's perspective they're like i don't even like i can't even watch one a week like what are you doing it, it, it's <laughs> almost like they're just gonna like write off the podcast entirely it's like okay there's just too many at this point it's not worth it it's not worth That's it trying what you to keep think
1: it but there's some people who like listen to that on release every single time you know doesn't matter how many you put out a week
2: Yeah, no, um, it's true. Like there are literally some psychopaths out there that are listening right now that have listened to every single cast. I don't, it's hard to believe it's like, okay, I don't, I don't know if you're just like saying that to like get on my (laughs) good side or something, but there's like, there's no way you've listened to 500 hours of me talking with people (laughs) like Jesus, dude,
1: (laughs) when you put it in that, like in number of hours you've done this cast, that's crazy. 500 hours of just podcasting
2: 500 now. So, uh and Damn. i mean it's about 50 a year that's like the plan but this year i want to do a little bit more i'm thinking of like 60 plus just be i mean okay okay so i like i obviously want to talk about your guys's end with like base after dark and everything and how that's going and stuff but like yeah, just yeah, yeah. for like the sabe cast like i don't know there's something just really cool about just building up a bunch of episodes it's just like it's cool looking back because like you said i mean it's almost been a hundred since you've been on last and mm-hmm. i'm mm-hmm. like bro i i It's hard to even remember like all these guests, like sometimes I'll scroll through the list and I'm like, Jesus, dude, like I can't like I I literally cannot even remember this, like having this person on because it's just like they just went by so fast. Like I can remember it, but it's like, wow, I talked to that person for three hours. That's weird.
1: Yeah, there's no way you can remember it. 160 different guests or combinations of guests you've had on
2: yeah yeah but uh (laughs) and oh and i got like my merch store isn't open but i got like those i got the year one poster and the year two poster framed in my apartment and they're like hella. like these aren't even the things i'm gonna be selling these are like shit i got on shutterfly just like spent like a couple hundred bucks getting these super glossy like nice frames and uh yeah i'll just look at them i mean you're you're on uh year two right there i see you right there Looking really Hell sexy. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, you're, you're Ooh, plastered I'm on my wall. I can just look at you whenever I want. So it's just
1: I'm watching be... you every night, baby. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
2: but uh, so let's let's hear about um, Based After Dark uh, first things first, because uh, you've been a co host. of. That. Is that how you say it? Co host? Is like even if there's a multiple number of hosts, it's still co?
1: Or how do you I say that? I think it's co host. Yeah. Okay. I think it would be co host. Yeah, that does make sense. Yeah. I, I usually just say I'm a part of the Based After Dark podcast or a okay. member of the Based After Dark podcast. Yeah, not really sure what the link correct for language is.
2: So, uh, yeah, how's that been? Because you guys record, like,
1: what, once once a
2: week-ish?
1: Exactly. We do, we do once a week. We record Wednesday nights. Um, editor puts together the stuff, and then we release it the following Monday morning. Um, for those of you guys who don't know what the Based After Dark cast is, it you know, drew its inspiration from the Sebe cast a while ago. Because I think last, when I was on the Sebe cast, I don't think we, the Based After Dark cast existed. Um, but since then, a Wait, did it not bunch exist. Of, I don't think it did.
2: Nah, nah no, no. Like, yes, it did. It had to have. You're talking about like really? since your last episode?
1: Yeah. 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 yeah no, surely. Maybe.
2: No, you're surely, right. Did right. Exist. Okay. I need to actually um, now I need to look back. Fuck. Yeah, I got, I got, I'm, I'm scared now. Holy shit. <laughs> yeah. There's maybe you just weren't on it yet. Just now. No, but you oh. were on it at the beginning, right? I like, was, I, I was, was, I was. All right. Oldest episode. Um, what? You're kidding me. Yeah, when was it, bro? It was um, May. Fi- Holy shit! You're right. Mm-hmm. It didn't even mm-hmm. start yet. Are you kidding me? That's how long it's been. Oh my god, Cinco de Mayo, 2022. <laughs> Holy man. Okay. Yeah. Wait. Wait. When was your? Uh, now I need to check out when your last episode was because.
1: I want to say it was like March, April ish.
2: Yeah, I want to say it was April, but uh. No. Let's see. Let's see. let's see what you got <laughs> fucking intro yeah april 20th so literally like
1: just over two <laughs> weeks after you guys uh, did Bass after dark holy okay i think i was honestly i think i was like really inspired by the you know doing the save it cast we we're just like all right let's fucking actually record this let's do it <laughs> so that, that's like all it's about though it's like you just got to do it like it's <laughs> it's gonna be
2: dog shit like Mm-hmm. i mean it's gonna be like anybody okay like it's it doesn't have to be dog shit but like it, it's not gonna be your best stuff ever with any project yeah. you're starting you
1: just kind of start doing it do it do it do it that's exactly what it is there's no way that you're gonna like be putting out your best product on your very first episode or two episodes and like, it might take months and months of you know refining it and that's kind of where we've you know what we've done with it because it started off as several members of the based uh stream team uh, i think major like Vast majority of the cast were like Prison Joe, uh, Zoe, uh, Hamzy, Tasty Life, um, T Papa Slice. Nine Rain has been a was a late addition, but he 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 shows up once every five casts whenever he wants to. It's uh, yeah.
2: <laughs> it's I was listening to your guys' episode. Like, Do you're, I, what did you guys say It was something like if Nine Rain doesn't have an excuse a few days prior, then you can expect him to be on. But like if he if he says anything at all, like there's mm-hmm. no talking him out of it. It's just like he's not just we're just write him off. For the, it's like he's oh, like he's just not absolutely
1: on. yeah. No, it's 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 so funny because sometimes he's just like just randomly like we're just like all right like in 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 next week in like six seven days we're gonna have our next cast. Make sure you're free. He's like, ooh, my friend from Australia is coming over and it, I can't do it that Wednesday. Nope, I can't do it. I'm just like you can't pick any other day. He's like, nope, that Wednesday is booked. I cannot do it. It's like, dude. All right, man.
2: Dude. So what do you th- what's going on there? What, what like what is he uh, I mean, obviously he's a busy man. I mean, he's got a yeah, busy yeah. and
1: stuff, but Exactly. Um, that that's what that's what it is. You know, there, there's no like we, we, we meme about it. Yeah, um, yeah. but there's no like, you know, hatred towards him about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, you it, it's a nice thing about having, you know, this many co-hosts cuz we have, you know, like 6 to 8 people on deck at all times. You know, mm-hmm. we have people who we, who are called upon when you know a multi, multiple members of the you know quote unquote main cast can't make it so it's like well, there's always like four or five or six people on the cast at some point so like it's there's the expectation is not that that you make every single cast but try to make as many as you can and give people the heads up i see um but in nine Rain's case yeah i just think he's a very busy person and like it is what it is and, and the thing, first of all, Ninerain is one of like is a great host. He's a great storyteller, great listener, and just yep. he he's a, an amazing person to talk to. Perfect podcast guy. And we we've sort of gone when we started the cast, we were sort of in your footsteps. We started bringing you know guests in the Runescape section on and having like different people on, and then about a year in, we we're just like. We kind of need to make a decision of what we want to do here. It's like we all love, you know, we all come from a RuneScape background, right? But a lot of our stories, a lot of the shit that we're talking about is like very (laughs) not RuneScape related. And we we made that decision about a year ago to say, hey, we're not going to be bringing on uh, guests. And maybe like a one-time guest here and there, but our focus is not going to be like on RuneScape or on learning about the guests or, you know, inviting them on. It's just going to be a bunch of four to six homies hanging out, talking shit for a couple hours and then just calling it a day, talk about some current events, fucking around and that's it.
2: Was I, yeah. So I will say like, i feel like it fits better it's more natural without guests but i will say i do Mm. miss i do miss just i think there's just something exciting about somebody that you haven't heard from coming on a long-form podcast and just talking the shit but i know you guys definitely did like i remember hearing some episodes where like it just got kind of awkward or like it got a little bit uncomfortable when you have like five hosts And then one person that you're just like trying to like barrage with questions and stuff. And it's like,
1: (laughs) That's exactly what it was. There's some people like, like you came on, you like, you knew us. So it wasn't like, there wasn't no like introductory phase of you warming up to five different people talking to you Mm -hmm. at the same time. But like, I, I will say one of the downsides is, yeah, like that was a great opportunity for me to meet and talk to so many members of the community. I never would have talked to otherwise. But on the other hand it's like it could be awkward cuz like you spend the first hour, half hour to an hour just like slowly getting comfortable like making sure like they're comfortable talking to five different people who yeah. who have their own inside jokes and are just saying things you're just like oh what what are they saying you know <laughs> Yeah.
2: Yeah, you got yeah, that's that's a really tough thing to like, execute perfectly because, yeah, the inside yeah. jokes have to, like, chill. the Everything has to, like, chill. You have to be very polite because some guests can take it, like, you can just, you know, instantly yeah. start roughhousing with everybody else. But some, it's like, you right. got to be just, yeah, you got to be
1: very courteous. Yeah, and we, we made that sort of, you know, it, it was a choice we had to make, uh, you know, because mm-hmm. it, it, it was tough. But I think just based on the personalities on the cast who are, they're so... I just think they shine so well with each other, and you know, putting in another person, like a random person who is supposed to be the guest or the star of that show, it 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 mutes a lot of the fun that was going on. And I think the the, the cast that we've been doing, I will say, in terms of pure viewership, uh, on YouTube at least, I've seen the numbers go down a bit because it's not like you're not funneling as many RuneScape-related people to the cast, mm-hmm. but our core number of people who are listening to it are, you know, strong as ever. And, like, we're having so much fun doing the cast every single week. It's literally just like, hey, I have a couple hours every week to jump on call with my friends and talk some shit and <laughs> have a good time.
2: Yeah, that's what it's about. Yeah, and your guys' core, like you said, like the core audience's. Is- like there it's like a cult following at this point and it's going to just keep getting more culty i think which is a like, good thing in
1: my eyes i'm like okay <laughs> like there's not that many people that listen to this it's not that big yeah. like you know like we we break like maybe 1 1 maybe 1.5k 1. views on youtube a couple thousand on spotify per episode it's just like okay that's all right can't be too big right and then we've been steadily increasing the number of patrons or people <laughs> that literally give us money or donate to us we have like almost 200 patrons we have over 200 patrons giving us like it's crazy that there's 200 people not only listening to us but also like willing to monetarily you know support us and you're one of them yeah
2: no well i i have Uh, to i i have to support the I mean, because, I mean, I, the thing is, like, I like podcasting, but I also like listening to podcasts. So when you guys took the initiative finally to do it, I was like, I can't, I can't not support. I've been trying to push people to podcast. (laughs) I actually found it, like, really, like, funny when, I think it was maybe, like, the first episode I was on on your guys' cash. Like, oh, was it kind of awkward that, like, we started, like, podcasting? It's kind of like competition now. And I'm like, honestly, no, not at all. Like, I literally just want to listen to people, like, that are in my scene. (laughs) Like, that's just what I want. So... I think it's and I you know what it's impressive that you guys have kept it up. One of the I don't think um, real homie hours really like going. Mm-hmm. St- did they stop entirely? Like I I'm asking. Yeah, you, I, I, th- be th- asking I think
1: they've so. been. Yeah, so the real homie hours is the, is the cast with a Mick Mick homie and uh Lopsy, right? Mm-hmm. I think they're just two very very busy individuals. I know Mick homie but like works like a full time like job and a half or some shit, and he's busy as shit Lopsy's also you know working really really hard so i think it's just been hard for them to you know come together and yeah turn out things like that
2: it's much harder as well when you're not like a content creator like Lopsy, you know just works fucking like, mm-hmm. crazy hours i think and he's just on his grind so that alone, I mean, then we'll talk about you as well. Like you're now just like a straight up doctor. So like, you don't, you don't have time to be streaming and stuff. So like the base after dark is just a nice little break. But if it was yeah. just like your podcast running with somebody and you had to like plan out all these guests and stuff, it just becomes a lot. I would imagine.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's a lot of work for one person just like, or even two people. Cause we're lucky enough that one um we usually have like one or two people like running point in case we need guests, but like we have so many people that it's literally just like, okay, a couple of days before, let's do a roll call. Who's gonna be here on Wednesday? Do we need to get other people, etc., and we figure out it's like a team effort there. And most importantly, I would say, is we put we gave a lot of the work up to or, towards an editor. Um and you've met him. His name's Mr. St. Tits, mm-hmm. which is <laughs> amazing name, but You know, like, one of the things that we had to previously, when we first started the cast, back when Q Neeks was on the cast, he was our quote-unquote editor at the time. He would take all the audio things, you know, chop up what needed to be chopped up, post them on, on on Spotify and YouTube, and in theory, it's like, okay, that's easy, I just have to press an upload button, right? But, like, it takes time, it takes effort, you have to listen through it, you have to cut out certain pieces, somebody marked here, somebody marked there, there was a lull here, and... Put it, putting all of, all of that on somebody else's shoulders is so nice because I, me, and the other castmates, we show up, we talk, we do our shit, and then the hard work is done, done by, uh, you know, Mr. Saint-Tits, the editor.
2: Yeah, that's really nice. It seems like, uh, I mean, I've even considered getting, I mean, I actually like what you guys have done lately. I mean, obviously, mm-hmm. you guys just have your own setup where you guys all record on your own Mm -hmm. end, so the audio and video quality is just, like, pristine. Yep. Which, I mean, I looked back at old casts, and, like, holy shit, that's a huge (laughs) difference.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I I remember talking, like, I I specifically brought this up at some point. I was just like, dude, like, I looked at some casts, and depending on, like, usually it was... It was between me and T-Papa, who would be recording uh, Discord locally and have everybody's videos up. My download speed wasn't very good sometimes, and I was just like, okay, everybody's camera is, like, pixelated as shit, but mine is nice. Like, <laughs> it's just those small details, which I think matter a lot. The vo- like the voice quality was not that great. And it was just like, look, let's just record locally. All we have to do is, you know, splice all the tracks together on top of each other. Yeah, like, everyone, you know, starts recording at a slightly different time. You have to align them, but... Hey, our editor, <laughs> our editor does all that now. So, yep. And voice quality. Um. And if anytime you record anything locally, the quality is so much better than streaming it over Discord because Discord also like throttles the you know your quality depending mm-hmm. on what kind of server you have, et cetera, et cetera. So.
2: Yeah, I've been dealing with that. I mean, there's some episodes where like my quality is just kind of not like fully unbearable. I've had a few episodes where like I, I literally will have to take you know, 20 separate breaks in the recording process of like, hey, man, your mic's acting up again. Like, can you, you know, <laughs> so I'm just, it. that seems to be a problem. But at the same time, I'm always getting a brand new guest on that I've never met. Some some people don't right. even, like, uh, they've never even posted a picture of themselves online. So, like, I, I <laughs> they're just in a completely different country. Like, what am I, it's just like, am I supposed to send you, a, am I supposed to purchase you a mic or something, send it to your place, <laughs> and then you just record, and somehow it all works out perfectly. Like, it is optimally yeah i mean and and the other problem is like i i watch a lot of podcasts uh like more professionally done ones on youtube Mm -hmm. and it's like you know there's a fucking studio perfect mic perfect like camera (laughs) angles and stuff and then when you're just doing audio only and you're talking to a you're not even talking to like a professional in his field or whatever it's like no you're just talking to a person that plays runescape it's just like (laughs) would this even be appropriate like even if even if i had like all the monetary needs and that is just the audience like the fan base like would it even be appropriate to fly out runescape guests to come in <laughs> into a studio and talk about
1: runescape for like two to three hours i just i sometimes I like question i don't myself. think anybody has not will you know will make enough money to be doing something <laughs> like that maybe it's like a local thing you know like yeah. american guests but it, it, would, then, it would be local
2: up. and it would be content creators like because right I mean, it doesn't have to be content creators, but it'd have to be people re- very willing to like come on and show themselves and be okay with that.
1: So but, you know. I, I really like doing in-person stuff. Like there's a whole different dynamic and we've recorded a few based after dark casts live and you've, you've, you've seen that or you've, you've sat in on some of them. Yeah, right? it's fucking awesome. I was <laughs> completely plastered, but yeah, it was fun. It was <laughs> yes, awesome. we all were, dude. <laughs> So just like backstory to that, like when we were in, in Vegas for TwitchCon uh, a couple months ago at this point, um, three, 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 four months ago, um, one of the things that we've been wanting to do with the base after dark Cast is, is recording um, these casts in person. So uh, because, you know, all the content creators and stuff are going to be there, we brought out our mics and brought out, you know, the boards and stuff like that to record everything in person. And I think St. Tits and... Some other homies really helped set up the Airbnb's living room that we were in. And there's it just looked like a whole full like podcast studio. It's just like four mics set up in the corner, you know, two cameras, like one pointing this. I think there's one actually just pointing this way and pointing that way. It was it just felt so good, you know. And just also looking at the person you're talking to and making eye contact is like such a whole different situation than what we're doing right now right it's
2: so much it's so much better too it's like yeah I mean, you you start adding on elements like there's one like you guys are a step above uh the seba cast cast just audio yours is at least video and high <laughs> quality video and then yeah you're, like you said the in-person is completely you're just feeding off each other's energy like real time just right there
1: that's the best way to put it you know it's just like the vibes and the energy is can easily be transferred across like just being in person makes things so much nicer, and I'm, I'm glad, you know, I, if maybe if we all lived in the same <laughs> in the same town or something, we could do like recordings like that frequently. But even as one-offs, they're still really really fun. Yeah,
2: I know. So much of it also is like it, like if on the off chance your guys's cast, like the Base After Dark cast, were to really pop off, get really popularized, you get some crazy guests on that are just all mm-hmm. of a sudden like your podcast kind of starts exploding. And there is mm-hmm. legitimate incentive to, like, st- make a studio. Like, maybe there would actually be, like, a reason to kind of live closer together
1: and, like, actually have a studio you guys go to weekly. But it's just so yeah. far out. Right. So Honestly, like, even if people live, like, you know, like, two hours away or something, I'd, I'd make that drive once a week. Yeah, you know, yeah, that yeah, that wouldn't be bad at all.
2: Yeah. Or actually, yeah. like, just it's so big. You just fly out every single week. Just literally fly across the country to the studio every single week.
1: We, we'd have to have you know several thousand patrons, I think, before we get to that point. But hey, yeah. you know,
2: and fly out the guests too, if you ever get guests. Because at that point, you gotta kind of get guests, you know. Yeah, but it, yeah, it yeah. wouldn't even be Runescape guests at that point. Just like anybody you want to talk to.
1: Yeah, uh, one of, one of our goals through the cast is to like with all the patron um, money that we've been pulling together. Um, we've just been sort of holding on to that money to, of course, one pay the editor. We're not taking like individual cuts. We're just sort of pooling it together so that we can, um, do sort of like podcast specific trips. And that's actually kind of what we're planning in a few, few months. Like the core of like the funding for the trip, I think like paying for the Airbnb is going to come from purely our podcast funds. And we're just inviting every, everybody else, you know, based and friends, um, to a little trip. And hopefully, recording a bunch of casts together.
2: Dude, are you guys? Are we? Are we gonna do that? Um, that uh, what is it? <laughs> that what was that idea? Did, were you there at Tennessee when I was talking about that idea of just like pl- like posting cameras all across the Airbnb <laughs> and then just having like a straight up like Big Brother kind of like thing where it's just like fucking oh interviews my. being like done <laughs> and everything and like like just actually candid like videos of people doing fucking weird shit like I that'd be actually just hilarious.
1: That would be fucking wild. I would, if I was the editor, I would hate us and oh, hate having to put horrible. together 500 different views of five days straight. Yeah. But that's so fucking hilarious. Yeah, that would be fucking awesome. Oh my god, I do like the idea. I'll I'll keep it in mind, you know. Yeah,
2: no, that's that's something for the like long term future. That's that's way too much effort, honestly. Unless unless <laughs> yeah. Saint Saint Tits is down, you know, if it's uh, up to him. But
1: yeah, and we'll hit him up. We'll see what's up.
2: So let's, uh, let's talk a little bit about what's happened since, you know, it's crazy since your last cast, you Mm -hmm. not only have moved on from, you know, like regular live streaming on Twitch, but you actually got partnered beforehand. Like you literally got (laughs) Twitch partner and then now you're kind of focusing on your career. So let's like talk about the journey from April of 2022 until now. What, what exactly happened there?
1: Yeah, for sure. So Back in April 22, that was still, you know, tail end of COVID, right? And um, that was probably peak-ish times of being hardcore RuneScape, live stream Twitch kind of guy, I would say. And I guess sort of taking it a step back. Like, I sort of always knew that my time on uh, Twitch, or my streaming career at least, would have an expiration date because it's always been tied to being a student. When I first started streaming, it was like, I was I like, just kind of started school. COVID was in the middle of grad school. And then like, I sort of started a new job a few months ago. And that's, that's when I was like, all right, like, I, I don't know how other people do it. I just straight up can't balance like a full-time career and streaming. I'm just way too tired to come home and stream, you know, three, four, five hours. Like, Multiple days a week, like that's I. I'm sorry, that's just (laughs) it's too much. But yeah, no. So I guess at the time, last time when I when I was on the cast, my Twitch career was growing or stream was growing. Um, The base stream team was you know also flourishing at the time, and I was pretty on and off with my streaming. I'd you know stream four or five days a week and then I'd take three weeks off and it really had to do with um, school and my other, some of my IRL priorities at the time. And I graduated this past year. So in 2023, the end of summer, that's kind of when I was like, all right, now I'm really done with school. I'm job hunting, but I really don't have anything else to do. Like, this is the one time I can really sit down and be a consistent streamer. (laughs) It's the first time I'm just like, quote unquote, full-time streamer. So I did that for like, it literally just like two months and the partner checkmark just came with it. You know, <laughs> it's just crazy. a matter of consistency. And it was it, right before TwitchCon, right? Yeah, just before TwitchCon. And it's just like, I, I'm I'm sure that if I was consistent throughout my streaming career, like I'm hopefully maybe have been able to achieve that earlier. But like, mm-hmm. it's for any, for any creator who's like, you know, on that grind, it's like, it's it's not about it's not just about the content you put out. It's also the freaking consistency of it, man. Like if you go live three to four times a week around the same time every single week, like you will build up an audience. You will build up people coming by to your live stream week after week after week. Yeah, it's
2: uh, it's just like, I don't know. Do you see it as a shame sort of that now? now you pretty much, at least I'm I'm assuming, you, you kind of I don't know, have <laughs> to focus on your career now at this point. You can't just be... Uh, like live streaming <laughs> continue but does it kind of like disappoint you that oh now you got twitch partner so now it's like uh like honestly you know, you not not at happy? all
1: like it's it was it's like with streaming that a twitch partner like having that little check mark you know as much as it doesn't mean anything it's like a one, it's one thing that is like physically there that's like a chat like it means like hey look you put the time in you have x number of viewers you have you know this many amount of hours streamed it's like the one physical thing of validation right like there's nothing else in on Twitch. there's no other progress markers on Mm -hmm. twitch it's just like you're either partnered or not you know and i mean
2: that was your ultimate goal was just to get a partner and then just camp into like zero viewer (laughs) e-girl streams right and like a valorant (laughs) and stuff like so you got that yeah (laughs)
1: exactly that's all that's all we needed it for baby and you know. <laughs> oh man no but nah, you're dude, right there
2: like... there there is no like further thing it's just like get partner and really once you get partner it's like a great dopamine hit but it's like okay well it's just back to whatever the hell i was just doing not like anything that's is crazy. exactly
1: it there's like no not even like oh you'll make more money off this you'll make more off subs you'll have more exposure none of that it's literally none of that yep it's it's just a check mark it's like when you're grinding for it, you're just like, Oh man, like this is something big. You look at everybody with a check mark, you're like, Oh my god, like they are these god tier streamers that they have a check mark. And now that I'm here, I'm just like, <laughs> damn, dude, nothing's changed. Yeah. Yeah. That it
2: looks like Twitch is doing their um I they already did their partner plus program Mm -hmm. um but they're actually changing it uh i think they're actually announcing it or they maybe had already announced it and maybe it's going to be happening in the next i think it's like in launches in may or something but the prior three months you're you're like invisibly able to like qualify uh but they're doing like a better um kind of partner plus thing where like if you have a hundred concurrent like tier one subscribers or whatever Mm -hmm. then you get a 60 40 split And that's available to, like, affiliates as well, which is, again, like... That's awesome. Also just, like, shallowing the reason to ever get partner in the first place. But (laughs) ultimately, it's good. Like, I don't... I'm not trying to gatekeep affiliates. I think that's brilliant that they're doing that. And then they've lowered the standard for Partner Plus, which was, like, 350. And now it's 300. So that's nice. I mean, you know, still a lot to go for because this is not... This is not, like, gifted subs. It's, like, straight up. Not even primes. It's tier,
1: like... Three hundred people yeah. who have to actually put up five dollars a month yeah. or whatever it is. And they have and to do it for three current. months straight
2: just to get the money. Yeah.
1: <sighs> yeah, no, it's, it's definitely not easy. It's I'm I'm glad they're making steps in that in that direction. hmm But it's definitely better than nothing. And I do want to go back to the point. Like I, I definitely don't feel bad about like, oh, I got partnered and then literally like two months later I'm like, Hey guys, I'm kinda of done streaming. It's it's just like just like in my life I've always I've been pretty goal-based, right? To me, I was like, all right, getting partners, like, a nice... It's a solid goal to have. And once you're there, I'm just like, now now what? I, I don't have any... I, even at the time, I didn't have any streaming-based goals that I wanted to hit past partner in terms of, like, sub count or hours stream or stuff like that. I was like, it's a hobby. I enjoy doing it. I have a lot of fun doing it, but I don't have any hard goals past it. So even, even though some people might be like dude you got partnered and then you're leaving like you're so dumb for doing that and it's just like <laughs> i i don't see it that way you know i i accomplished the goal that i wanted to and now i get to work on new things
2: so are you ever going to be uh streaming in any capacity now
1: um ooh, i keep hitting my mic my bad if you if you
2: barely barely hear it you're good
1: okay good good um I not, nothing consistent. I I'm not going to say no. I I'd love to just go live once in a while and just be like, "Yo guys, what's up? How's it going?" <laughs> just talk some shit. Like, don't get me wrong. I I still love being a fucking goober on the internet, you know? Like just <laughs> it, being an entertainer is one of the most fun things uh just sitting on this side of the streaming camera. But definitely nothing consistent planned in the near future.
2: And how is the career? Like are is it everything you ever hoped for? Is it is it just like mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, how can we just talk And it's probably a bit, a bit more private, but I want to hear about it. Like yeah. how's the whole transition? No, no, I'm from very happy to online, talk about it. Online entertainer to what you are now. And can you <laughs> describe what you're doing?
1: Yeah, sure. So um the last several years, um I was working in a graduate program. I was working towards a doctorate degree in biomedical engineering. And okay, I'm trying to say this without doxing too hard. <laughs> I did a lot of like, studying of, like, surgical treatments for various heart diseases and things like that. I wasn't a medical doctor, but I was a PhD. Um, for some reason on the internet, people keep thinking, when when you think doctor, people think medical doctor. And, like, mm-hmm. I don't want to go through the whole extravaganza. I mean, like, it's not a medical doctor. I'm a PhD, but actually all the work that I do is all medical related. And instead of having to type out an entire message like that, I just, like, give a thumbs up and <laughs> move on. <laughs> so. I see. But. <laughs> I wrapped that up a couple, you know, uh, in end of summer of 2023, and then took a few months to find a job. And I went through, like, a mental realization of, like, if I want to... Like, the work that I did was fantastic. I was working on, like, you know, cutting edge of research and, like, really, you know, doing some cool, awesome stuff. Um, But then I was like, hey, man, I've been in school for so long. I need a real job, and I have to take care of my personal uh, financial security, look towards the future, things like that. So I took the, I I don't know if you, maybe we can call it this quote unquote sellout route. I, uh, moved into the corporate world. I work in pharmaceuticals side of things now where I get, uh, paid a lot more, but definitely a lot less, um, of (laughs) a positive impact. I would say that I previously would have had. Mm. Yeah.
2: So are you like, but it's not enough. It's not enough of like a uh, like I'm trying to like think about this do you do you care enough that it it's not no, no. See, okay
1: <laughs> it's just like whatever. like I, I mean in 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 an ideal world, you get to have like a as positive impact as you can and make, yeah. do good research but like in in the in the academic world research world, it takes a long time to really establish yourself. so even after getting a degree, you have to start at the bottom rung as like you know at a, as associate professor, or like even before, they have to do postdocs. So it's way more time in the academic track of making very little money, and then when you finally get established, it might be in like in your late 30s, maybe early 40s, and it's just like, I, you know, I. Would, that's an ideal case, but in the real world, you know, money matters. I do want to like have financial security. I want to be able to buy a house someday. I want to buy nice things and enjoy life, right? So yeah i was like i might might as well go out and get me some of that
2: so how is like the the work is it um pretty Mm -hmm. pretty easy going pretty like definitely you like it
1: yeah i would say it's a lot more it's a lot easier more easy going than grad school like i for for those of you who might not know like a research position as a grad student you are at the bottom you are you're a bottom feeder pretty much you're at the mercy of your advisor telling you what to do and Whenever they say, oh, cool, it's 40 hours of research, it's more like 50, 60, maybe even higher. <laughs> but the space where I work in right now is a little, definitely a little more relaxed, more corporate vibes, which is a lot more structured in terms of um, delegation of work and time spent doing things. Um, because I'm still relatively new, I haven't had any situation where I'm working a ton of long hours, but I'm sure it'll happen. But it's just, I, I appreciate the structure and I appreciate the, um, you know i hate to say it but they like corporate sort of like takes care of you like it's nice having all this literally all this insurance retirement funds they you know they buy us food meals things i'm just like dude this is like a good life i'm not gonna lie
2: yeah it's i know i mean that's like my brother like my brother my older brother has like a real like fucking nine to five and just mm-hmm. when, when i see the perks he gets like especially just in comparison like when i was living in alabama with him you know he'd come back from work and just gets all this stuff and like you know he they all went out for lunch paid for and all this stuff and Mm -hmm. just having a good good old time you know insurance like you said just all these other (laughs) benefits of just working like under a company and i'm just like sitting here like fucking scrapping for like pennies on twitch (laughs) (laughs) just like yeah Yeah. there's definitely some comfort about not uh or just about like going like the traditional route of just working like a normal yeah. job, you get a it's, lot it, of. It's comfort. nice
1: in that sense because I do have that just mental. um uh, What's the word? Just security. I'm happy. I security. Yeah, yeah. I, I can't. I've definitely used that word, but it's just like that's. It's just nice to sleep on knowing that. I'm like, okay, I'm putting money towards potential like retirement funds. I'm. I have finally booked so many different like doctors' appointments in the last month because. I I finally have insurance at my uh, new job, so it's just, like, regular job, dentist, eye, like, eye exams, like, everything. And I'm just, like, I haven't gone in years because, like, I haven't had, you know, wasn't covered. And it's just, like, yeah, it's so nice. Like, you forget, like, oh, my God, like, going
2: to a doctor, like, this is actually, like, something. Yeah, no, I mean, I'm still in that fucking boat where I'm, like, it's just, like, I probably could afford it it's just there's so much like when when your company's not doing it all for you kind of like just like mm-hmm. well, here you go here's all these benefits for you it's just like i could save this several hundred dollars for something else rather than just going to get like yep. a checkup or just you know but, i will
1: say i will point out yeah. one thing if you for you and maybe any other listeners in the spot like mm-hmm. depending on what you're how much money you're pulling in per year you may, you may qualify for like some level of free healthcare, like the american government does subsidize a significant chunk of it if you are within like a certain salary band or something it's like if you go to Mm healthcare.gov you can chuck your you know numbers and stuff and get like very low cost insurance so definitely don't definitely don't not have insurance that's that's, that's yeah
2: that's i mean i'm getting to that age where i finally am caring about that and i've actually been mm-hmm. doing a little bit of research cuz like just for so long i mean from age 23 until you know i'm 28 now just straight mm. up pure degeneracy i mean just like i just <laughs> did didn't even you know just mm. went from dropping out of college into just sitting in my bedroom playing runescape to people like i just i'm, <laughs> I'm now figuring everything out and and uh, yeah. now getting older when your body stops working the same way it did in early 20s it's like oh oh i actually actually do kind of need need and want to care about this now <laughs> so everything kind of like starts aligning as you get older. So,
1: right. I mean, I will say I, I've I've met you in person. I've I've mm-hmm. seen you also take your shirt off, and you know <laughs> also care about yourself. So you, you you actually are one of the people who do um, put some time and effort into taking care of their body and even their mental side of things. And I know there are a lot of people who don't, and they they probably need it way those checkups way more than you do. Yeah. So.
2: No. I mean, I have my own issues. Like I've been. Ever since my Mormon mission, I, um, because cause I just, like, completely switched diets from, like, eight, when I went on my mission, I just turned 18. And mm-hmm. instantly eating, like, typical, like, just white American, you know, West Coast <laughs> diet, like, food. Just, you know, fucking, like, whatever, like, lunch meat and white bread. Like, I don't even know. But just, oh, just like, fruit, vegetables and stuff. And then you just go to, like, Hispanic culture in Texas. <laughs> And it's like, I am literally just being fed the (laughs) greasiest Mexican food of all time, like just repeatedly for two years straight. I mean, it fucked my, it fucked my like insides up like pretty badly. So I just like developed IBS on my mission and then like this. So that's, there's like, yeah, no, it's, it's bad. I mean, I actually got like, I I got diagnosed of it too. I mean, I actually like went to a gastroenterologist and just try to figure all this stuff out. But, um. No, I mean it was just like a couple years ago. I just, I just realized, like, bro, like I have to, I literally have to keep care of myself because I don't know. It's just like your your body's not getting any younger. Like you're not getting any. Mm-hmm. You're not just naturally gonna start regenerating better as you get <laughs> older. Like you gotta kind of focus on. Right. Plus, drugs yeah, helped no. me to understand that as well. Like, I'll genuinely, <laughs> you know, when like people. Yeah. Like, I don't smoke weed anymore, but I did for, like, I did, like, chronically for, like, a year. And, like, legitimately, that, like, expanded my mind enough to realize, like, oh, like, I really should care about myself. Which is weird because it's almost, like, the opposite effect for some people, I feel like, where, like, you smoke weed and then you stop caring. And just, like, right. no, for me, it was the opposite. That's, like, what actually finally opened my mind to, like, oh, okay, like, I should be healthier.
1: Yeah, no, that's definitely good to come to that mindset to come to that idea as quick as you can because you know you, your body's not going to be able to do it on its own right you have mm-hmm. to feel it with good stuff you have to exercise you have to take care of it there's you can't just plop yourself in front of a pc 16 hours a day and expect your body to be at its peak performance <laughs> you could at 23
2: i was i was peak, <laughs> i was peak
1: performing back then but yeah you just back in those days but yeah. not uh not anymore man yeah. not anymore
2: <laughs> yeah so so you're um you just recently turned 30 right i did yeah uh, as of last month how's how's that feel
1: honestly not too different other than people looking around call me old as fuck sometimes but <laughs> did, it,
2: did you ever think you'd be 30
1: like honestly <laughs> no no as a kid you're just like 30 is fucking ancient like yeah you know wheelchair just like you know fucking old people's home or some shit and now i'm like Damn, dude, I've I've hit it. Even like when you're in your twenties, like you're, you're thirty, like thirty is demonized. You're like, oh man, you're in your you're in the best years of your life. You're twenties. You don't want to turn thirty. It's all downhill. And I'm just like, fuck, dude. Nah,
2: thirties uh, is uphill. Everything I've heard is thirties is uphill. Like thirties, you're finally out. It's like, it's like your twenties is like in a fucking dark pit it feels like you're like trying to figure <laughs> yourself out you're lost you're depressed and then like 30s is right. finally like a window to like you can see the sunlight kind of like oh okay i'm out of that fucking dark pit of despair and i can actually just like be myself
1: i look know. at it like a like a time of stability you know it's just like your 20s are just like so tumultuous here you, the time between 20 and 30 the amount of growing that i went through is insane There is a lot of you know, learning things, you know, going through periods of ups, downs, exploring things, whatever. And just like, when you're 30, like things have stabilized a bit more. Typically, you know, you tend to have more money than you did when you were 20. So like, you're still, if you're in, should be in pretty decent physical health, you should be able to have money, have a relatively stable mental health and go out and be able to do things. That's like, I think it's, it should be the perfect. I don't know if it's cope, but like nah, <laughs> that, it's, that's it's, what I think
2: it, that that is like the optimal thing obviously everyone's different everyone's journey's different but real talk like majority of mm-hmm. people I feels like
1: their th- 30s compared to their 20s is always just much better yeah and... I'm, I'm very much looking forward to it I will say like in terms of I'm planning some like trips um in the next couple months uh for myself mm-hmm. and just, like seeing with friends it's like you can tell like back when we were 20 we'd all just like pile like 10 people into a single hotel room or b&b just to like you know just because we couldn't afford more than that and try to <laughs> eat like at the cheapest places possible and but like now it's like all right we've friends friends have been working for a while they're like we're gonna get a nicer place we're each gonna get our own bed i was like it's crazy <laughs> we're gonna go out to some nice restaurants dress nicely i'm just like okay this i can i can get used to this <laughs>
2: yeah hell yeah hell yeah yeah um yeah yeah, cool, cool. So, what's what about Runescape? I mean, how how does Runescape fit into your life anymore?
1: Yeah, it's it still does, dude. Like this, okay. this game, it's been a it's played a, it's been a huge chunk of my life. I have like over five hundred days played. for For those of you guys who don't know me, I'm a I'm a maxed end game Iron Man. I've done like most content in the game, um, like almost all PVM. I'm a, I consider myself more of a collection log kind of guy in the last year plus. But it's just like, I've explored so much of it, spent so much time in the game that like, there's no like walking away being like, you yeah, know, that game meant nothing. <laughs>
2: <laughs> does it actually, okay, now this is the real question. Now that you do work a corporate job, like, mm-hmm. does RuneScape actually, is it more fun? Like, are you thinking about it now? Like, oh shit, like I actually don't have as much time to play, which makes it like more valuable kind of like, or do you just, Dude, I don't know. I
1: actually wanted to talk to you about it because this is like, I don't know if it's a stage of like the game where I'm in, Uh which also plays a, a role in how I feel, but it's, I, I used to wake up a couple years ago being like, oh my God, I can't like just thinking about the game, like waiting to like, I can't wait to work towards this. I can't wait to do this today. I can't wait to grind towards this. And like, now that I've reached the end game and have acquired the vast majority of the items that I've wanted to, it's just like. I don't wake up thinking and hoping about to pl- go home and play this game. Like, that's like, it's it's nice. I sit down on my PC. I'm like, oh, okay, cool. I'll boot up RuneLight and, you know, log in a little bit, do like two kills. and like, oh, okay, I'm bored. I'm just going to go do something else. Like, my relationship with the game is so, so different than what it was like a few years ago.
2: Was that before
1: you got the corporate
2: job? Or I- I'm just wondering, uh... like, was there a distinction between you being able to play all day and now you can't? Mm-hmm. Because mm. I do agree with you, like that happens. Like when you get to the end game, it's like, it just depends on your mentality as well. But right. for the most part, yeah, once you have a bunch of items, it's like you just have like a you have like a few handfuls of things left, and you're like, bro, like this uh, all this is all like hundred hour plus grinds, and it's like, <laughs> yeah. fucking a, you just
1: yeah. that's exactly. It. I'm just like I I don't know if it's tied to me starting my job. I would say it kind of is because I've, I've put a lot of mental, um load towards my job and focusing more on that side of things and other IRL things so like my the meant the space in my brain the amount of ram in my brain that was dedicated towards RuneScape before is you know has been cleared up
2: <laughs> yeah so uh, I, like I
1: had to use a fucking computer analogy for that Goddamn,
2: I mean we basically are computers so um, what <laughs> what is so what like what do you do when you log in now
1: Dude, what, what's like what i'm uh, doing right now yeah yeah
2: oh oh are you logged uh, in right now hell yeah
1: i actually am logged in right now me too. this is the longest i've been logged in for a while Fuck yeah. it's <laughs> <laughs> 45 um, minutes hell yeah no it's, i'm not even kidding that that's i log in look for <laughs> like some friends online see if they want to raid otherwise i do like two or three vard orvis kills and then i log out <laughs> it's, yeah but yeah, right that's,
2: now that's full-on burnt like that's burnt mode for me <laughs> just like just kill a few yeah. and you're like i'm kind of like uncomfortable here like i just want to fucking lay down or just like i don't know mm-hmm. just can't do this
1: yeah it's right now it's, as i said i'm a collection log kind of guy what when i'm afk and i still want to log in i like to do ant hunting with the forestry cc so that i can get the evil chicken out oh damn okay yeah so I'm hunting eggs, just like literally hanging out in the forestry world, waiting for ant calls, plucking some ants, and rolling some eggs when I have enough.
2: Interesting. What did your What were your thoughts on that? Did you have any evil chicken before they just just shoved mm-hmm. that update into the game and just completely devalue? I had. Grind?
1: They did it. They did devalue it. I will say that, but mm-hmm. I'm okay with it. I had one piece. I had like mm. 200 or 300 egg rolls, but. I I do agree that it does devalue, you know, the evil chicken grind. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, it's, like, it's so rare, and it's like, doesn't have any uses. It's, like, super niche. Like, Mm -hmm. and even now, it's not – it's, like, it used to be hundreds of hours, if not, like, thousand plus, because the only way you could get eggs before was doing um, the – what was a thing in the hunter thing birdhouses mm-hmm. and miscellaneous that's the only way you could get birds eggs or well, if you, you were could actually, just chop you
2: know, trees and, yeah, but that's slow yeah. as fuck yeah
1: yeah and this this speeds it up significantly and even then it's the the grind is still you know many many hours it's not just like oh the grind is now three hours but yeah i'm okay with it but i can see why people other people might be like oh man you've sort of done this unnecessarily without telling anybody why would you do this like i can see where it's coming from yeah
2: no i mean it's just it's the i mean you say you know it's not that big of a deal because it's just like whatever you know there's no use to it but that's exactly why they shouldn't have touched it because there really is no use to Mm -hmm. it so what what's the point of i mean Um, this isn't like a necessary thing to ever go for plus nobody's going to complete the collection log it's not like this is the one grind that's gatekeeping full collection log (laughs) you know that's true
1: it it I will say, like, you know how the argument many years ago used to be like, oh, you, you said you wouldn't balance for Iron Man, and here mm-hmm. you are balancing for Iron Man. And nowadays everything's balanced around yeah. Iron Man. Most things are. And nowadays it feels like the same argument's popping up with the collection log. Like, they're, they seem to be balancing some things with the collection log, and I think it's fine because there is a number attached to it. There's some subconscious thing where people just want to see number go up. That's just a normal thing right yeah and to make it i don't know they for the people who argue like oh because it doesn't have a use like why does it matter if you get it or not it's like well my subconscious dopamine hit <laughs> no
2: no you're you're right i just think the end here like just to also because i'm i was against that update because it was so drastic mm-hmm. like it was out of control yeah. like i mean you mm-hmm. were able to get like what like a hundred fucking eggs a day if you wanted to just like like that is, I, I don't actually know what the number is. I haven't actually done the method, mm-hmm. but whatever, whatever, however efficiently you can get eggs now, it's just out of control the amount more you could get than it was the previous week. So oh, yeah, I, sure. I really enjoyed them adding eggs to bird houses. I thought they could have even done like increases to maybe just normal chopping and just some other things, but like that huge mm-hmm. update th- one of the things that terrifies me is something like that with third age. Like, oh, here, mm. we're just going to just drop it. I mean, come on, guys. It's just, like, who, who who really cared? Third Age didn't really have that good of use anyway. And we all just want to kind of complete the log at this point. So let's just fucking come out with an update right. that's, like, eight times more common for Third Age and
1: some weird fucking minigame. Or I don't know. On, like... Uh- just because the game is so collection log-y now, mm-hmm. just because there's a number attached to it, like I wouldn't even be surprised if something like that happens down the line. Like I can see there being a lot more pushback against something like that because collection log completion is gated by Third Age. Like, that is... Yeah, that's true. You know?
2: And I don't... Yeah, but, I don't see that necessarily being something. But I can see, like, Dragonstone Armor. Like, Dragonstone Armor... I mean, Evil Chicken was on the same, like, echelon of Dragonstone Armor for Iron Man. It's just, like, yep. such a... Such a shitty armor set. The same with Evil Chicken. Like, there's literally no use of this whatsoever. But it's just a flex. Like the first few Iron Men that completed Evil Chicken, I was like, holy fuck! Like they got so lucky. That's really cool to flex. And now this doesn't really matter anymore. And if they were to do the same thing with Dragonstone armor, like, oh, here's a bajillion crystal keys per hour with shards, like. Here you go. Just everyone can get it now. Just grind this shit repeatedly. Like it's just like why? Why would you even do that? This was just such a fun <laughs> little grind to go for passively. You didn't need to. You didn't right. need to mess with it.
1: So I guess that's I, my main problem. I do think problem. the jump was. I do think the jump was insane. Like, like the as you're you were right. Like the time to get the eggs is is like ten x, if not twenty x. Like even like so much more than yeah. before. Like that drastic increase. I think it should be like, hey, man, like, what What was the reasoning behind this? But, it, of course, it just comes from the side where, like, because it doesn't matter, because it's just a flex, Jaggers could just be like, why do you care? It doesn't matter, yeah, right? Yeah, it, I, know, so. I know. It goes both ways, unfortunately. That I know. Argument. That's
2: why I just worry. I feel like the the best way to go about it is, like, anything in life. Like, the the healthiest updates are things that are just very incremental. Just don't do anything mm-hmm. drastic ever. Just mm mm-hmm. Do, make a reasonable rational update that makes sense and it's for the best interest of the majority of people but don't do mm-hmm. anything so drastic
1: just just chill a right. little bit <laughs> i can I can agree with that yeah. I guess a- along the lines of you talked about Dragonstone armor you talked about um evil chicken'll I'll even bring up uh dusk mystic right yes yeah um what would you think right now every piece is individual right? Mm-hmm. Like has an, is an individual role, meaning you could get like three Mystic Dusk Bottoms before you ever get a hat, right? Yep. What would your, how would you feel if they made an update where everything, Dragonstone Armor, Evil Chicken pieces, you can only get one at a time, like until completion?
2: Yeah. No, I mean they they could do that for. I mean I wouldn't recommend doing that now, just with mm-hmm. those particular things, but like in the future that could be a reasonable thing to do. Yeah. Um, just going. I think about. the
1: zealot outfit is like that. Yeah, yeah. zealot out.
2: But zealot outfit's also untradeable. So if it was like an untradeable thing, that yeah. always makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, honestly, I think the the best thing they can do with like brimstone keys, for example, because that is just like a a cool thing to go for. And I don't think at this point you need to make any changes other than like superiors guaranteeing brimstone keys is perfect. Like that would be a great slight change that slightly buffs the amount of keys you can get per hour. I think that's a great change. I think like other. Random stuff. I even think, dude, like we got to get clue scrolls from those chests. That'd be that'd be dope as fuck as well. If you could get, ooh yeah, if you get like an elite I mean, randomly, like opening a brimstone, yeah, that'd be, that'd be sick. But no, nah, I mean, you're right. It, that would feel better to just not get dupes. But I think the best route for that, at least in my opinion, is just untradable stuff. That that's when it makes sense.
1: That's fair. That's fair. I I'm just throwing it out there because well, there's well, there's people yeah. who think like, oh, it's you're devaluing my grind, making it too easy. Why would you want that? Then there's other people who are just like, I just want to, you know, work towards some kind of completion. And
2: Yeah. No, 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 you're right. And this is just my subjective view and I'm very yeah, yeah, jaded. I tried to not be as jaded <laughs> because I mean, I fucking play this game so much. Uh, what? Let me ask you this though, on along mm-hmm. those lines. What would you think, this has actually been brought up quite a few times on like the past, I don't know, 20 or so casts is, like a um, dry protection, like across
1: the board. <sighs> I'm sure that could be such a divisive topic. Oh man! Well,
2: but, but what do you think, like in your heart? What does your heart tell you? <laughs>
1: <laughs> my heart, in my heart of hearts, um, I think dry protection is okay. I, you know, I, I hope I don't get crucified for saying that. No, but I, gonna, I think you're gonna, yeah. I nah mean, oh, fuck it's over god damn it yeah. <laughs> i i i just think that if there's some items like this well, let's i have my example let's think of the dragon warhammer right which is a one in five thousand drop from shamans right uh-huh. do you would you ever want to do thirty five thousand shamans <laughs> would you subjugate somebody to that like <laughs> I, I don't know <laughs> man <someone>.
2: yeah <laughs> like, no i mean
1: like, it's like, I think you don't have to make it an insane, like, massive. Like, oh, mm-hmm. the drop rate becomes 10x as soon as you hit it. But, like, I think some incremental um, number, especially for those, like, with such necessary gear. Just, like, seeing people go, like, 7, 8x dry on a particular item. It's like, you're committed to the grind, which is great. But also, like, I... I it's that, that it's, it's one person out of several hundred who is the unlucky person who falls in that boat. And if you could just make that one unlucky person's life a little <laughs> better, like, fuck it, you know? I, I don't think yeah. that's... I'm not going to have a problem with that.
2: Yeah, I think... Well, there's also, like, a matter of, like, logistics. Like, how does this even work out? Because I can understand dry protection yeah. from, like, pets where there is mm-hmm. just one item on that table where it it and you can only obtain it once where Mm -hmm. you could actually code in a dry protection but with items like who's deciding what items are the valuable what if you actually wanted a curved bone is a curved bone now gonna have a dry protection is every fucking item now gonna have some weird ass coded mechanic in it where like even the most random item on the table is now gonna have Mm -hmm. a dry protection or is it just the that's big a, ticket ones? Yeah. Are we deciding that? And how does that work? If you get a duplicate, is it just for the first time you get it, and then the coding mm-hmm. gets removed? Like how does that all work?
1: That's that's a question for people way above my pay grade. Yeah, degree, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but no, th- it, yeah. it's all that's all something you do have to worry about when you bring up the idea of dry protection. Right? It's not just like a simple oh turn it on or turn it off. It's like <laughs> click button, all yeah. these. Yeah, if, if it was that easy, the game would have you know done this many many, you know, <laughs> many years ago. But I I think. I personally think it should be on for those big ticket items, like uniques. Like, unfortunately, if you were to retroactively do this for every single boss with these mm-hmm. types of items, you have to go through an entire list and be like, okay, this item, this item, this item, but all these on the regular table, don't touch those. I would expect, like, just completely hypothetically, like, if you hit drop rate, for a particular item, let's pick you know, God Wars, right? You're at Zami and you haven't gotten the Zami spear in like 2x KC. Your spear's drop rate goes up by I don't know 10%, 20%. Whereas the rest, like everything else, is decreased by that exact same number, mm-hmm. is the way that I would look at it. But then I'm sure like some math might get, knowing Jagex's code. God knows some shit would get like fucked up and you yeah. get like a third age drop, like <laughs> somehow. Yeah,
2: literally. Yeah, so. no, I'm, I think I am, I think I lean to, I'm still open for the argument. I'm not dogmatic about mm-hmm. the view, but I think uh, yeah. ultimately just having the old school drop system that we have where it's just ruthless is really mm-hmm. charming. In a sense, because you—I <laughs> yeah. mean, even like the the average Joe can just go on Reddit and post how crazy their luck got or how unlucky they got, and it's just fun. Mm-hmm. As soon as that gets kind of like the, you know, everything kind of that's true centered, that's it's true. Just, I mean, it's like
1: you love like every time you see that one post of a dude who had to kill fifty thousand shamans for his hammer, you're just yeah. like, "Fuck, you are really unlucky." Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like you kind of get that sympathy, which is kind of cool. You get mm-hmm. the sympathy card.
2: <laughs> um even if you're not posting on reddit if you're in a clan or something you know people now have, have like characterized you as like the guy that went dry for this like it's charming in a sense mm-hmm. and ultimately like I, this I it, it's not like you're having like this whole game mm-hmm. I, I sorry i needed to find somewhere in this cast to just flex that i got a fucking third age plate legs but like me getting oh, d- you saw that right <laughs> holy fuck! Yeah, i did bro. i did dude, I, i'm wearing Congrats, it right man. now thank you um, Oh, dude, yeah <laughs> I know. But like that like getting that piece has not made necessarily my gaming experience any more like enjoyable. It's not like I'm like now in an echelon above everyone else like I get to now enjoy the game while everyone else is like a peasant. It's like bro, this <laughs> this whole fucking game is just a grind. It's just a journey and mm-hmm. if you go super 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 dry on something, ultimately like that could actually be more enjoyable for you. Like an experience where your whole like for for like two years straight you're grinding one particular thing like what it's just a point and click game like you're just you're just clicking boss and you're getting your dopamine hits some somehow basically and the drier you go it's like whatever so i just think in my head keeping the old school draw mechanics is appropriate and Mm -hmm. it's not making objectively your gaming experience any better if they were to remove that I just think the right. game ultimately is just like a personal experience that you're you're just clicking you're you're doing what your next goal is and if that goal is just complete hell based you know just going hella dry like you know nightmare bullshit like 9 months of nightmare one tick <laughs> flicking like it's
1: just that it's just part of the journey I guess. So. Yeah, no I I, I agree with that. What, what what if I took this one step further okay. and was like this bad luck protection would only be applied to like specific types of iron accounts So you have to make a new iron account whose game whose goal is just like completion of towards pvm goals and things like that
2: i mean yeah that that's a, a game mode that we could like discuss i feel like most people are like against game modes like new mm-hmm. official game modes like that especially like that yeah people would be hell against that i feel like
1: yeah, I mean, that's fair. I, I'm I'm just I am just spitballing. I, no, you're, I hope I didn't open just a can of worms. Where <laughs> no, 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 I mean
2: it's it's fine to open all these cans. It's fine. I'm used to the worms. <laughs> but like, and the other the other thing, like just to expand on like drop rates. I am 100 mm-hmm. percent on board with not making extreme drop rates in the first place. Yeah, like, for years yeah, I've been yep. saying, okay, can we please just buff nightmare items? Nightmare items are so stupid. Like their their drop rates are out of control. Just buff them. Mm-hmm. It's time. Same with chambers items. Chambers items are busted, and I'm, I'm the one person that should not be advocating for that because I already have all chambers items. But I still think they should be drastically improved on their drop rates. Because if, yeah, if you I, if you were to yeah. go ten times the rate of a Tebow, like bruh, you're you're just there for eternity. Like it's just you're yeah, never going
1: to get it forever. And there are definitely some places I agree where. I I like the idea of just like not making these crazy droppers in the first place, right? Like, mm-hmm. you sh- you don't need to balance grinds around being a certain amount of time. But even then, just like a grind doesn't need to be a thousand hours. Like, you it, it doesn't have to be. You know, even if you're going for Tebow, you could make it like a you know low hundreds rather than fucking. I think efficient solo chambers is puts you at like what like four or five hundred hours for a Tebow as an iron you're not going to hit those numbers cuz you don't have a freaking T-Bow to kill. <laughs> yeah. Olm with anyways, yeah. so like I don't know. It's just like seeing people go super dry for that makes me makes me sad. But also look, I want to know they were going to add they're going to take dragon claws off of the chambers drop table. That was a proposed um, something that they proposed and there was like a pretty big overwhelming no that I read mm-hmm. on twitter and it didn't pass there was like something in the block was like yeah we saw that you guys didn't want this so we're not gonna do it yeah and what are your thoughts on that
2: i'm i was actually okay with them not removing it mm-hmm. um yeah that's for, for okay. that i, I just I, I think it would be cooler to just add some other cool uniques for those fair enough whatever they are, I, what, are what are they called it, tormented demons.
1: tormented demons i tormented just demons. find it interesting because like the current de- demonic gorillas are based off of tormented demons. Yeah. Just like having the prey switching, attack style switching. So like, how are they going to make them <laughs> different? So like, I'm... Okay, you
2: know what one thing they should do to tormented demons? Add fucking blood shards to them. That would be Bruh. dope. Oh, <laughs> that dude. would be dope, dude. Give me Look, those. I, I, s- I
1: swear I brought this up yeah. two years ago when I was on the cast. But dude, just add blood shards to the theater of blood drop table. It yeah. makes thematic sense, like it is from the same freaking Mire Ditch area. That there they're a bunch of fucking mm-hmm. vampires. Like, just put blood shards on the drop table, man. Like, put put blood the, shards uh. on there
2: at at an uncommon rate, and also mm-hmm. add vials of blood to pickpocketing the vires. Like, I would actually be okay with that because there are people that want to keep up their scythe that have already completed Tom and don't really want to do anymore, but keep wanting to swing their scythe. So, yeah, like. You know, they already give these pints of blood that are fucking mm-hmm. useless, that have no use whatsoever. <laughs> yeah. It's like, why don't just replace those with vials of blood? Yeah. and or, or, I mean, I even brought up a suggestion. Like, what if, like, Mauritania Elite gave you, like, an underground vire hideout where you could thieve them at a more convenient area? And Ooh. those are the ones that now have an increased rate of um, blood shards, and they, they also drop the vials of blood here and there so you don't you're, they're yeah. not just completely overloaded with bots but there's like a as long as you've achieved Mauritania elite you can go down here and just like so there's real players doing it so it's yep. not going to completely plummet nice. the price of stuff
1: it's because like the current intake of blood shards are i'm just pulling numbers out of me, that's just like 90 coming from bots like who what what normal player is sitting at vires like thieving nobody them or slap or slapping them yeah. at the fucking bank like nobody's doing that it's only just iron men like oh man, iron Man and bots i need my blood shards yeah yeah
2: it's it. it's painful i mean they brought up in project rebalance that they're going to be doing something along the lines of thieving but truly i mean th- like the fact that we still have what thieving is today we're just repeatedly failing and you can't you can't interact with your client for fucking five seconds you just can't mm-hmm. do anything this is like why is that still a mechanic in 2024 this is actually just pathetic like this is the worst gameplay known to man this is horrible
1: it's oh man i i i don't know how they would rework such a you know core part of the skill i'm not saying it's a good core part of the skill like that's what it is right it is mm-hmm. just it is what it is they might like i would guess like oh we might change mini games stuff like that but thieving in itself is already like pyramid plunders really fast xp uh, and it's just and people just do arty nights and just click the same spot over and over again like it has to be like a complete overhaul of the thieving skill to get rid of you know what what you're saying is the gameplay loop is awful it is not enjoyable at all yeah
2: D- but, so wait, wait, wait did you play leagues four at all
1: i did i did
2: did you auto pickpocket ever
1: i did that was one of my favorite things man Holy. That's so, like, that's one of the first things I did when I um when I got in. I I, I clicked, you know, got inside of a man's pocket and then I just <laughs> hands off was like, Oh my god, it's auto pickpocketing! This is insane.
2: Yeah. No, I mean it's <laughs> it felt I mean, there is an argument to be had about introducing something on that you know, maybe not to that full extent of like just mm-hmm. endlessly just being able to pickpocket with one click. But that is totally an appropriate route to go down if we were to think of, you know, making thieving a little bit more viable. I mean, I I was even thinking for, like, Iron Man, for Iron Man's sake, like, if if all Mm. you wanted was blood shards, like, why not have some sort of... You know how, like, Dodgy Necklace has, like, a 25% chance to evade the stun? Right. Like, what if there was a more intense necklace that takes, like, charges? So... Like, there's, like, a dodgy necklace that's charged with onyxes, and now it becomes, like, a fucking 90% chance to evade. But, mm. ultimately, bots are not going to be using these things because you're going to be losing money overall. Like, the amount of charges you get wouldn't be worth it. But for those that are specifically just looking to get as many blood shards per hour, doesn't matter mm-hmm. the, the money loss. Like, you could wear one of these so you have a way more enjoyable time thieving. And on top of that, you're right. just getting much more... Blood shards. But, and again, they would have to balance this stuff because then you have to talk about XP. Like, now, now the XP right. rates are way higher. And, like, there's just a lot of things to discuss about it. But, ultimately, like, bro, like you got, you got to do something. This is just pathetic. This is not fun at all. This is horrible. So there, there's a lot <laughs> I of I like discussion. how we get to...
1: Yeah. Yeah, I just I just like how we get to fucking uh, just two Iron Men sitting here beating each other <laughs> off. Like, we need to increase blood shard drop rates. We need to make it better. It's just... I mean,
2: bro, <laughs> as soon as as soon as mains experience anything like Iron Man, like D T two, have you seen mm-hmm. the amount of people complaining about the ingot system <laughs> like yeah. on Reddit? Like they, they have their first taste of what an Iron Man experiences and they're freaking the fuck out. Like just like this is the worst. <laughs> like, bruh, yes, there's I mean, yeah, this is what we <laughs> deal with on a daily basis. So like at least you can have a little bit of
1: have a little taste.
2: Yeah, you can you can taste the medicine and uh yeah, I don't. I don't know. I just think ultimately, like the game needs to be centered on fun. It still needs balance in play, but like, dude, nobody likes thieving. Nobody likes that shit. It's horrible. Yep. At least vires yeah, and elves, they're horrible. Elves just, are I mean, on another level of aids. It's oh e- yeah, even worse uh, success rate.
1: Yeah, it's just it's just not fun. I've I, I've done elves in the past just because I'm just like I I need divine pots. Fuck, yeah. I gotta put my hands inside them. <laughs> it's just <laughs>
2: repeatedly reach in, reach in. I <laughs> uh,
1: yeah, it's uh, yeah, I yeah, I'm I'm not a fan of that gameplay loop. Yeah. It's just yeah, It's. I I think the game you have to have you you're right, just balancing fun. Like fat fun plays such a critical role in the game otherwise. But then on the other hand, you have pe- like more diehard people complaining. It's like if you can't keep up with this, you know, you, maybe this isn't the game for you. Go back to playing fucking Neopets. It's like So you know, RuneScape to me has always been more so about the people than just the game itself, right? Mm -hmm. It's like especially end game content. I've seen like raids and stuff like that is very very team based, right? Like putting together a TOB team, potentially TOA team, Chambers team, and I usually have more fun playing that way. And but it feels like a lot of you know TOA. You know, there's a lot of people do go in solo. Chambers, the the quote unquote. Meta for you know getting the most amount of points is just running solos, and I I kind of wish that those types of that type of content was centered around team based gameplay, you know, and I want Jagex to facilitate that kind of team based play if that makes sense. Yeah, and that's... I want to know if you, if you want if you, if you agree with that or you think it should be you know more solo based.
2: No, I one I'm a hundred percent on board with that whole sentiment i mean ron plays games and who was it i think but there's, just, there's been a quite a few people recently that have talked about that exact thing we like why is it still in this current year we're still like having solos be the efficient thing for literally team-based design content and mm-hmm. i mean part of the problem is, like, I feel like there is this kind of intuition with the player base that's, like, solo should be the most efficient because they're the most challenging or something. But, like, dude, we already have so many solo pieces of content where that is, like... I mean, and also, like, this was the example that was brought up with, like, Ron Plays Games um, just last month. was, like, chambers. Like, literally, the more people you bring into chambers, the more aids it gets at ulm at least <laughs> yeah. you know right like in the beginning yeah i mean you're just so, i mean some rooms are actually aids like shamans just gets out of control and right. like ulm like the only hundred person like raids they've ever done have only been like 20 people entering ulm and the other fucking 80 are just like don't no, get the hell out of here like do not participate you're gonna fuck everything up and mm-hmm. why is it why is that the case like well, shouldn't you have designed it to be like the more you? You're almost looking for more people like n- not like to an extent where it's like you're trolling if you haven't brought more people but like kind of like how forestry is where like if you have another person chopping the tree it's a very very minor buff but ultimately it's like you're welcome to come in so if they were to do like massable chambers where you're literally getting good purples per hour you're having fun with the boys you could to go in with a hundred fucking person mass if you wanted to just for like you know if you're watching a stream or something you just and you were able to do that without completely just a, like nuking the fucking raid and having negative points by the end like that would be so cool to just go in there that that was mm-hmm. literally what I was hoping for with Nightmare when Nightmare was first released I thought it was mm-hmm. going to be just this fun fest of just 80 man just running in there and fucking <laughs> annihilating this boss and everyone seeing just sick items repeatedly like and then they just fucked it up. I mean, the rates were so bad. It was like 1 in 96,000 for a specific orb in a person's name if you were running 80 man. Jesus mans. Christ. It was literally that bad.
1: Like if you went five wow. times
2: rate, you're looking at half a million nightmares in 80 <laughs> man's to get a, an orb. Like,
1: that's what, fucking dude? insane. I can't even comprehend that. Yeah. Oh man. So, it's, it's like I also just like to me, like mm-hmm. I really think Dragon's needs to facilitate in terms of of course like making the gameplay tailored or making it okay at higher scales, like make sure it's not Aids at that, at those number of people in a raid and a piece of content, like you were saying. Mm-hmm. But also the team finding and team building side of it, because right now there's like, Top there, has always had like four sixteen, right? But it's always a kind of like an Aids place. There's a lot of dickishness and shitty gamers and stupid shit going on there, and. The vast majority of people that make their teams for raids are through their own clans, are through Discord, and stuff like that. It's like...
2: There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wegovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash
0: weight loss. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.
1: I wish that Jags had like some type of almost like a matchmaking cue inside that you just queue up. You're like, oh, I want to do Tob. I want to go with people who have X amount of KC. Yeah, I want to do the mage role, and then you press the queue up button, and then get a little notification, like, alright, your team's ready, you know, join the lobby, or something like that. It's, yeah. they don't have that for anything, and it's just like, in, even if, like, as a solo player, I can't imagine being able to find the people to run a team. You might have to go to the we Do raids discord, and sift through, you know, oh, hey guys, who wants to go on a raid? Who wants to go on a raid with the 0 KC or I'm trying mm-hmm. to learn? It's like, the, the the raid experience is just bad for everyone like it's it's there are a lot of nice people out there who are willing to teach and all this kind of stuff but like if they had this method in game literally just like a lobby for queuing up like i think you would have a lot more people willing to do that type of content
2: yeah no there's it's it's really hard to balance cuz ultimately like you're always going to be more incentivized to bring the giga chads with you Right, but yeah, there, there's just like such a huge discussion to be had about like incentivizing, like just not having it be the worst thing
1: ever to bring along people that are learning. Hmm. It's. I, I, I've I've said this like RuneScape is for me it was always about community, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm I'm lucky enough to have been part of the growth or the explosion that happened during COVID on Twitch. Right there's I've met I've made so many new friends um, which are go for anywhere from streamers um, to content creators all the way to like just clan mates and just cool people to PVM with like I now have the ability to log in and message you me like hey man want to go do want to raid and some are like yeah, I'm like no but it's like if you weren't part of that where do you go to find people to do this content with right it's yeah like, it's... there's just that barrier to entry right just not even like actually doing the content but finding people to do it with
2: yeah you're i mean you're right it's it's challenging i think they did a decent job i mean i know like the systems in play That that's a whole nother discussion but like at least i'm glad that with toa they finally came to their senses and realized like maybe we should make purple rates actually decent in eight bands and stuff because <laughs> i mean tob Taub, tob's always been like the low the the fewer people you have, the better rates you're gonna have at getting purples. Mm-hmm. That's so backwards. Exactly. Now, if they had made it so, and this is this is my opinion, um, I like what they did with next. Next obviously has some downsides, like nulling damage when phases change, and all this fucking bullshit, um, mm-hmm. and just the sheer amount of time it takes to just load up next every kill. Like, bro, what is going on? We don't care about what she's yelling every fucking four corners. <laughs> like, just move on. Um, yes. Because, but what what they did nice about Nex is Nex is a static boss. Next has a certain mm-hmm. amount of HP across the board. Doesn't matter how many people you bring in, and you just kill it. And the fewer people you have in there, the longer it's going to take because this the stats are all the same. The problem mm-hmm. is the more people you add, like there is a certain limit where the more people you add, it's just like okay, they're you're just trolling yourself with GP. I mean, you're just losing GP the more people you add because the the drop rates don't work that way. But but that's mainly right. because the null to damage like if if there was no null to damage there and yeah you could just <laughs> hit next repeatedly like it just or even do a coordinated fucking like zcb spec where it's like dude we're gonna yeah, we're, we're gonna bring like 20 people in here and we're gonna coordinate this next zcb so we just <laughs> skip p2 entirely like that would be so fun that would be such great emergent gameplay that's like dude. Now you've actually added incentive to bring in more people. Like, let's just annihilate this boss repeatedly. And that would be cool with Tob. Like, if Tob had always been, let's just say, like, a three-man scale across the board. And w- so if you're bringing in five people, like, mm-hmm. the, the raid actually genuinely is easier because it's scaled to still a three-man. Mm-hmm. Like, that would be great. Um, also, Tob I mean, Tob has the weirdest drop system of all time. It's just so bizarre and uh, that alone is just such a weird system like the fact that you can literally just come in there as a level 60 combat person and just not die and get reasonable race like what what is what is this (laughs) like this weird mvp system it's that needs to be looked at anyway
1: but it's it it, that the drop system there is weird too because it's just so different from raids one which is purely damage based i think raids three toa is also almost purely damage based as well so it's like
2: that is the most pure system, though. Like it's not the yeah. it's not perfectly fair because mm-hmm. you know, if you're doing team based content, you're there's always an incentive to leech. But ultimately, right. like that is the most fair system you could have put in place because any other mm-hmm. system is just you can you can also abuse any other system when you have teams. So yeah, yeah, I agree. The best way is just I, damage
1: yeah, that's definitely the easiest way. It's like i I would hope that in someday down the line, like raids opens up to more than just, At its core, hit a boss as much as you can and try to do as much damage as you can. I wish there were more, like, elements to it. Like, I'm not saying puzzle rooms like TOA did, Mm -hmm. but more so, like, coordinated team-based type stuff. Like, you know, like, in other raids, there's, like, healers and support-based gameplay, stuff like that. I wish it would expand it to be a little more like that, but... Mm. Just based on how the game is built right now, it I, it would be hard. It's like I'm not saying it's gonna be easy to implement something yeah. like that.
2: It it but. is very tough. It's so fucking hard to balance too. Because I'm just thinking of like ba, yeah. like ba mm-hmm. is like that. Like you're forced into a role and you can't do anything else. And it's just
1: I I was like a like BA, ba fan. You
2: you have a ba pet.
1: I have it on two accounts. Yeah, you're fucking masochist. Yeah, you got no, lucky I on both. That right? I did. I did. It took me. yeah, Yeah. It took me like a couple. It took me like six, seven hundred on one account. The other account was like twenty-five or something. Oh my god! Yeah, the juice. Like, but the thing is, I loved BA. It's just Mm. like I love the mechanics of it because it's not simply just attacking things, but it's also the mechanics of killing the runners, poisoning the healers at certain ticks so that they okay, so that they tick down to death at the right time and right number of healers are alive, so that you know you delay the spawn of the next one and stuff like that. And it's like. It, there's a lot of really cool gameplay emergent there because you have a defender who's killing the runners but he has to also lure the healers into a certain spot to make it easier for the healers and there's no like there's no attacking here involved it's literally just you have to you have to stand there make sure you have precise clicks clicking on the right times right ticks like there's still mechanics involved that is not pure dps or mm-hmm. you know pvm based type things and i wish they would explore something like that for future raids but we all know B like BA itself is a whole fucking like some spaghetti code.
2: Yeah, no, no, you're right. I'm I think I'm pretty open. A BA in particular, like I understand that there's just so much depth to it that it can get really addicting and really fun. And obviously, the people that do do a lot of BA get filthy fucking rich because they just like boost other <laughs> people that don't want anything to do with it. Um, that,
1: that like see that wasn't the main goal for a lot of, like I know a lot of people in the BA community like that that's where that was literally my first community that I was a part of even mm-hmm. before I became you know a Twitch streamer like my clans were like the, the casual BA community and a vast majority of those people were just playing because they had fun and enjoyed the mechanics of course there's like people who double dipped in both and what, once I got the taste of you, you what do you mean I can make 10 12 mil an hour for just playing the game and grinding for a pet yeah. Like, what the fuck? But as an Iron Man, the money doesn't really ma- matter to me. But it's kind of nice.
2: Yeah. No, they could actually do a. I. I don't feel like they should definitely do some more trials with content like that before they would were to introduce it to a raid. Like, add another mini game where they can test certain mechanics that is, you know, role based. I mean, I'm just thinking like right now. Like, imagine. I don't know. Like uh
1: I'm just like I'm just so scared of yeah. minigames, man. Go, sorry, go on. I don't, no, I don't no, no.
2: You're assume. I'm j- I'm gonna just be spitballing <laughs> so much shit. Uh, I'm, I'm I'm about
1: to, so I'm gonna kind of like withhold that actually. But there's mini so games many. Just, they feel DOA. They're just like dead on arrival. You're either they're dog shit or like the rewards are just broken. There's no in between. Like when they ported Soul Wars, dog shit. Now it's just like Iron Man who go there to boost freaking early game items and shit like that. There's no yeah. like. Not a single minigame has stuck out as like both fun, enjoyable, and like useful. Like yeah. ba, very mechanically, very fun, very challenging, but you don't get anything out of it. There's a pet, but like it's literally just hunt for pet hunters and stuff like that. Nobody else cares. Mm-hmm. Soul it's, Wars just grind. Like, yeah, it's so yeah, hard yeah, to balance minigames. It's so yeah, hard exactly. I'm cause... not saying if it was easy, fucking anybody would do it, but like. I'm lucky enough to not be a dev. I'm lucky enough to just be a content creator and sit here about bitch about things and be like, "You fix it, Mister yeah. Husky. That's your problem. <laughs> it's not mine. Good luck." Yeah.
2: No, you're right though. I just think that's the best way to go about at least trialing certain role based activities because if they were to mm-hmm. introduce to a raid, like just off the bat, I feel like there would be some huge problems with it. So they need to test these sort of <laughs> sorts of mechanics. Um.
1: It's yeah, just, I I just, I just think that like raid to me raids are bigger than just PV. I'm like, but here's the thing, like the I'm just going against what I said. Mm-hmm. Like, Tob is the best raid. That it just feels good. The pacing. But why is great. does
2: it feel good? Have you ever thought about like why it feels good?
1: I don't. I'm I'm assuming it's just just because I'm fucking hitting things in different ways and doing damage and having fun with my friends. Yeah, I don't yeah. know. I don't yeah, know.
2: And, and that's honestly like because I remember wanting puzzles i was like specifically like i want puzzles in toa Mm -hmm. i think that'd be really Mm -hmm. fun and now puzzles are just like the most fucking annoying thing like can we just move on to the boss i just want to hit this next thing exactly so it's like all the puzzles are
1: just like
2: silly you're like no i mean they're they're silly but like time i think the best one they probably have is like the kefri puzzles i guess Mm -hmm. Mm mm-hmm but like even that, like, I mean, there, I feel like the pillar one is the most fucking egregious. Like, okay, maybe just delete <laughs> that one. But the other ones feel decent, you know. And Even you can the monkey z- room. No, 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 Sorry, the Kefri. all the Kefri puzzles. I was talking about like the the pillars in. Oh, oh, oh in Kefri. okay, okay, okay. Gotcha, gotcha. So I the, you meant the, the the like six things you have here. to like just fucking guess on. Like that is Correct. annoying. But the other three are fine. And the mm-hmm. final one where you have to match it up that feels pretty rapid and just and they did it nice where. Like before you've even arrived there, the tile lights up, so they made it really just feel good. Like, okay, like these are activating when I'm clicking them, which feels right. Monkey Room mm-hmm. is an abomination, that shit. I mean, they've made some improvements, but like, bro, three minutes of just clicking fucking monkeys, that's very like low risk. It's like, you're never really dying in Monkey Room, unless you just don't have any supplies and you're kind of just like fucking off, you know? But like, right. it's just, this is so stupid. Like, this is so stupid.
1: And... Yeah. It definitely the, is not fun. I one of the things I would love to see in a raid is mm-hmm. like nonlinearity. Um like meaning what? it's not just like a start room all the way to an end room to a final boss thing. Like I, I hate to bring up dungeoneering, but I don't did, did you I never I never played dungeoneering, never did it once. Okay. To me it was sort of like I was a kid playing it, so it seemed cool. Definitely probably, so rose probably tinted glasses yeah yeah probably (laughs) but it's like i think some aspects of like like, just just think think about um like how corrupted gone that you like open up different rooms and then you go Mm. to the final boss right okay dungeoneering you could have people in your party go out to every they could they could spread out like explore different areas at a time until Mm. they read until they find the final boss room And then there's certain rooms which which required everybody to be there. There was one, there was like an emote room where everybody had to stand on an individual tile. Everybody had to do the like, you know, mime type shit. And there are also these like gate stones or low, I forget exactly what it was called, but people could have like a team gate stone as in like somebody makes one and carries it. You can teleport directly to that gate stone. Everybody teleports to that spot, does the event, and then they could go back and Somebody makes gear, somebody goes and does the other rooms, like things like that. And then you all converge again to work towards to killing the final boss. And it's like I like the I like the idea. I just don't under, I just don't know if they could ever implement something like that. So but what it would if, be so cool to have like yeah, go ahead.
2: Dude, I'm just thinking again, this is based on absolutely no prior like dungeoneering experience. But like mm-hmm. what if they were to introduce something like duo or quad man uh cg just just like for for like funsies almost like you'd have to like rebalance it obviously but like how cool would that kind of be to just have like a four-man cg going and you all have to enter hunliff at the same time and it's that's like...
1: literally kind of what dungeon was but things like the hunliff room was not always in the middle it was just like it was somewhere you just have to go mm, find it i see so like there are demi boss rooms randomly spread throughout but then there's like the main boss room you have to go find it and, you know, start your thing. So usually, I remember, like, people would go gather their gear, everyone would teleport back to home base, make their own gear, and then we'd all teleport back to the um, boss room and start the fight and stuff like that. It was, once again, rose-tinted glasses. I was, you know, efficiency wasn't the name of the game back then. And it's, I would just love to see... In my mind, that just feels more radiy, Like you're in a dungeon. Someone's exploring this way. Someone's going that way. It's like, hey, man, I'll go gather these things. I'll, I'll go do this part. I'm exploring here. It's like...
2: Yeah, no, that would <sighs> be fucking awesome. That would yeah. be really cool. I've heard some disappointment in like, the Colosseum that's coming out not being like, a, a duo or a trio or four-man type content just solo again, which is obviously so much easier to design because mm-hmm. you, you only have to have one person in mind that that is like the actually the most insane thing about raids it's like yeah, we have i have so many things that i'd want to see changed but mm-hmm. ultimately it's like bro they are designing for like one through eight mans like they have to like literally make yeah. this shit balanced like that is so hard
1: <laughs> that is such a yeah challenge. no absolutely like it's, it's definitely not going to be yeah. easy i i wish they wouldn't balance for one player stuff just like how tob was not balanced for one player if you're a crazy gamer and can try solos go for it but like it doesn't need to be meta nor does it need to be like you know balanced for in my mind yeah 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 like that, raid totally. is a raid you fucking if you want to do it alone you know you chose to do that
2: yeah that's what todd is todd was never designed to be a solo thing they specifically designed tow to be a solo thing which i was actually happy about initially i mean i actually mm-hmm. got all my items and solos but i have so much more fun in teams i have so much more fun Te- there
1: Teams are more forgiving, which is re- yeah. really nice. But it's also just you know, as I said, raids in my mind are always like a team-based end game type thing. And you're talking about the Colosseum. I I'm actually I was okay with the Colosseum being a solo piece of content because in my mind I consider more akin to like Inferno. That's the next big one-person type situ- like piece of content. Mm-hmm. Like I'm okay with having these big team-based types of stuff like raids but then also having these challenging individual pieces of content like inferno and hopefully coliseum
2: yeah are you gonna are you gonna be doing coliseum you think
1: um when it comes out yeah i'll definitely what's gonna happen is i'm gonna watch people on twitch for a couple days have a good time then log on give it a couple attempts and see what happens
2: yeah this is like the one piece i have said this another cast but i get like anxious when new pieces of content come out i almost like hold off that's like yeah. always what I want to do. I just want to hold off until like the meta is formed, so I'm not just trolling and wasting a bunch of time or I could be doing something else. But I think with yeah. Coliseum, I'm just gonna jump in like and try to just solve shit myself and just have a good time.
1: It depends how you play the game. I'm I'm actually in the same boat as you. Like I'm not much of a. I don't consider myself a great PVMer. I'm not somebody who's like, oh man, I'm gonna theory craft this and this and I'll we'll be able to do this. I'm I'm a decent PVMer. That's only because I have hundreds of days played in the game. Like I would be. I'd be upset if I was a bad, like, god-awful PVMer with this much time. But, like, I I watch, like, you know, the Addy Cons and, like, certain, like, Oblivion members and stuff. Like, you know, as their theory crafting their way towards figuring out how to do the content. Like, I enjoy watching that. Like, watching first-day streams is one of the most fun things. Do I like to participate? No, not really. I'm just not good enough to do that kind of stuff. But sitting uh-huh. on the sidelines and watching the gamers do it, that's, that's fun as fuck.
2: But the thing is like you could, you could do it because mm-hmm. I know you're competent enough to do it. It's just that I feel like it's just like it's almost, at least for me, it's a disconnect. I just, I just feel like it's not worth it. It's like, oh, this just isn't mm-hmm. worth it. I, I may as well wait like three weeks until all this shit is solved by the giga gamers. And then I can just go about it with the tile markers in hand and, you know, everything <laughs> figured out, just have a better time. But
1: there's there's nothing wrong with that, you know. Yeah, it there isn't. I've, I've
2: I've done that my whole yeah. life, basically. Even as mm-hmm. like one of like you know just a fucking freak with a bunch of hours in this game, not freaking yeah. PVM, but just a freak at the game. <laughs> or just freak, just playing this game a lot. Uh, I'm absolutely nowhere yeah. on that echelon of just top PVM, or by any means. I didn't mean to say that, but uh yeah, like I this time I want to give it a try. Where it's like you know what, I'm just gonna jump in try to solve things try to pioneer some of my own methods potentially which is very difficult nowadays you just have some you have noob type in the goddamn game now and uh yeah right just fucking yeah. Port is the, the,
1: there out. are some incredible games and i think it's it's also a mix of like with how available information is it's like i can i don't need to put myself to put myself through yeah. the suffering of getting like Railed by Nex on day one when I could just watch, you <laughs> yeah, know, yeah. other people figure out the strats, you know. Were so, you doing Nex day one, by the way, in those masses? I, that was one of the few things I actually did day one. Yep. Same. And it was, <laughs> I just remember going into a mass and the meta back then, that first day was just like, oh, Nex drains all your stats. Like if you're wearing, you know, range, if you're wearing range gear, she, she, you know, drains your range. So just wear full ancestral, and then <laughs> a bow and Ava's, and that's what I did for like my first few days. Oh, so like, Yeah, everyone it's so is cute. camped
2: in ancestral. It's just so mm-hmm. weird. Yeah. <laughs> dude,
1: um, it, was, it was it was fun. Like I I did TOA on release. Like stayed up early to do with friends. Like I I definitely had I had some fun, but I was just like, I'm not. I don't care enough to sit here. And figure things out. Like yeah. I'll have more fun when I just do the content and get better at it, rather than yeah. figuring out the lowest, like what gear do I need, this and that.
2: And getting fucked over and just dying repeatedly trying to figure things out. Yeah, it's aggravating. Yep. Yeah. Dude, speaking of um noob type, what I mentioned earlier, like did you see his mm-hmm. twenty-seven Awaken Leviathan in one
1: inventory? Dude, I saw a screenshot of that, man. That shit was fucking insane, man dude the, like what is that of... like i what, don't know what it's is that not, like, like
2: fucking a, dude
1: so far above like <laughs> just uh, it, it, i i i don't have words for it it's insane <laughs> like i i never like i i think i'm a decent PBM-er. Yeah. it's like i am definitely better than the average person who's a fucking i don't know mr mammal viewer like yeah yeah, yeah i'm so sorry no, no no slander mr mammal to your viewers but i'm just saying like they're probably normie as fuck right and then there's like i'm like say i'm like 10x better than them then there's noob type who's like a thousand types better than i will ever be Yep. right it's just insane that the scale at which that these people exist at man like dude it's
2: just stupid it's so stupid and poor kazard's um post patch mm-hmm. level three fire cape years ago like dude dude like, i don't know if you, i i still don't even know how to like fully do that the dude was setting down like fucking flyers on the ground to step on <laughs> so he could like recoil a fucking bat from a like and but but also keep the major stood still because he had a red x the fucking flyers and he's like summoning his cat and stuff and like doing some weird stalls <laughs> so i'm like what the literal and and the thing is it took him like 40 fucking hours 40 hours in there with no mistakes of just dude. setting this weird ass shit up that he pioneered, and like, I'm like, dude, who has the fucking mental capacity in the first place to even just endure this mess? Even if you were talented enough,
1: just different breed, man. Like, there there are some insane. It's it's a combination of one being able to theorycraft all that stuff, and two being able to execute, right? Yeah, it's dude. it's crazy that we. Are that we can see all those players these days, right? Because they have social media and stuff like that to view them on. Because that, because you, I would have never known about this like ten years ago. But like, yeah, now you're just like, holy fuck, you're seeing these people soloing these. You have noob type outter doing twenty seven awakened in one inventory. Like, it's it's crazy, dude. Okay, have you even tried the awakened bosses? Like, I don't know if you've. No, (laughs) I have one awakened orb on my Iron Man. Like, I, (laughs) I I have not been enjoying. Doing desert treasure 2 bosses
2: yeah like, you have it's like a hurdle though i mean i i didn't even kill i probably had like 200 vardorvis casey in like the first like i don't know two months after uh dt2 was released it's just I so think, daunting but i've i finally got past that hurdle and i've actually been enjoying them but
1: okay that's good to know i'm 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 a, i was a mindset when they came out and am just like eh, re-drop rates for just some fucking rings re-. yeah yeah you know why do i have to kill a thousand of these these and it's just yeah yeah, yeah. i'm that's, still in kind of that mindset where there, you know i do like one trip and then i just log out for the night yeah and you've but, just worked eight hours for the day so like, yeah it's like i don't want to come home after a long day and grind towards something that <laughs> shitty like that, that is the one thing that's like really hit me working like a full-time job yeah it's just like after my eight ten hours at work like adding in eating showering you know going for a run working out it's like i just want to sit on my pc and or just chill i don't like <laughs> yeah. i don't need to grind for anything like that like i used to look at runescape like a sort of a something bigger that i was working towards i was getting getting better gear getting this and like it sort of hit me just like it's a game man if i'm not enjoying it I don't have to play it like it's it's just the most freeing thought it becomes a job when you have no job
2: like that that's when it's you know that's when you (laughs) can sweat out eight hour days on the game and just do some really shitty activity because that's like your that's your job that's what I experience.
1: so (laughs) hey if it's a full-time job (laughs) grind it away (laughs) brother it's it I I like I, I i don't know I, I just personally suffer from like very an addictive personality mm-hmm. whether it be like games or things like this this anything that has any type of progression right yeah like to me like potential streaming runescape it's like i'm like oh i have a goal i'm working towards i'm trying to get to twitch partner i'm trying to get these new gear upgrades it's just like once you realize that these goals are just this the runescape side of things are just fun like It's not a necessary goal in your life. It's just like, wait a minute, I don't have to do this. I could literally go work on other things that I really want to work towards.
2: I get excited about content creation Mm -hmm. because I'm back to like a healthier mental state, not perfectly healthy, but healthier. And I get excited about like the potential of, you know, just consistently streaming, growing my audience, growing my community, continuing the Sebae cast, which is just... Even though it's just ebbs and flows, it's just ups and downs of like, you know, whatever an episode gets, or, you know, if a previous episode gets shoved into the algorithm, like ultimately, what's the only thing I can control is just uploading frequently, uploading consistently. I yeah. have absolutely, there's so much luck involved. There's so much just out of my control when it comes to people watching it, downloading it, you know, supporting. But yeah, that's, I'm trying to figure out the things I can control and do that. And,
1: I think that's one of the most important things, not just for content creators for anything. Is like you you can only, you know, you're in control of only so many things, and there's no point getting upset about things that are out of your control. You can only change what you can change, right? Yep. So,
2: so in regards kind of. to like Twitch now, I mean, do, do, are you are you still watching Twitch pretty regularly?
1: <laughs> oh, I am still a gremlin on Twitch, man. Trust me, <laughs> I I still watch Twitch a lot. You know, it's my it's my go-to for like literally when I'm sitting at my computer, just like chilling after after like a day. I'm just like, okay, pop on a Twitch. It's just like popping in, saying hi to my friends, seeing what's up, type deal. Like, it's being a viewer is so different and very fun in its own way. Because like the time coming to being a streamer is. You're putting in four hours, five hours straight. You're not, you know, you can't take breaks in the middle of it, right? Only well, you could. Sure,
2: gonna a- you could. That's just <laughs> not part of the culture, though. I've literally, <laughs> could, I guess. I, yeah. I, re- I remember bringing that up on, I think on Base After Dark, even. Like, dude, just what if we were to change the culture and allow streamers to have a normal, like, healthy 15 minute <laughs> break to just fucking pause their stream and go take a breather and
1: bro in their brain like literally i remember when i first started streaming i was just like oh my god i have 10 viewers if i go to the bathroom now they all leave like (laughs) they won't come back they won't watch me it's like i know now, now that you know i like not now like i guess maybe a few months ago when i had finally established myself as like you know streaming like like i don't care about that it's like i can go i can fuck off i can get a drink i can use the bathroom i can do whatever like but when you first start streaming, you're just so worried about like, what if I lose that one person? Oh my god! Like, just what holding do your I do? piss for like two extra hours, just you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, and that that man, that I, culture
2: I, needs to change. It needs to be like, just make it normalized to just take a ten minute break. It's seriously, like, and the reason I brought it up is because there will literally be times where I'm so uncomfortable sitting. Mm-hmm. I, I, like, I just want to like go sit on the toilet for like fucking like you know five minutes and then like look at my phone, <laughs> just. Yeah. Eat a snack, just chill out for a little bit, and literally, I will end stream to do that, just fully end stream, mm-hmm. and then 15 minutes later, I'm like, bro, I still have plenty of energy, like I, I, I could still be live right now. <laughs> I just needed a breather, and now I've yeah. just, I just, I've already decided that the stream's over, so I'm not gonna re go live. That's just weird. <laughs> but yeah. I'm like, why didn't I just take a
1: break? Like, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, that would that would be a complete flip of the entire streaming thing, because because like viewers for the most part that i've seen it's like always expecting streamer content you know streamer is here doing things doing things they're talking they're talking they're talking whereas like i don't know there's some slower streams here and there but like the vast majority of streams that i hang out in is like maybe it's just my fucking adhd It's just like if the streamer fucks off for a few minutes i'm like i'm i'm gone i'm like i'm on the next tab next streamer i'm like i need my fix of content hit me with it Yep. I can't sit here in fucking one position at this empty chair. No, absolutely not.
2: Okay, um, I'm looking at the, the. I briefly analyzed the Twitter topics. It seems like a lot of them are uh, either memes or just straight up like, "What? How's the doctor life?" But uh, I want to go through a few <laughs> of them and see what your thoughts are, regardless. So, yeah, let's do uh, it. Why juicy asks, "What's the cure to male pattern baldness, Doctor Solid?" And that—that's that, I definitely mm. am very curious on that one.
1: Yeah. Well, see. The care male pattern baldness is, one, you shave your head. Two, you rub a lot of whipped cream on your head and just sit outside for 24 hours in a meditative state. Trust me, your hair will start growing back within a few days. Trust him, he's a doctor. Mm-hmm. <laughs>
2: Dude, I got to say, your hair is fucking luscious. You're, do you know how lucky you are?
1: <laughs> I Yeah, I, you know, I, I'm seeing, you know, the older I get, I start seeing a lot more male concerns about losing hair and just yeah. like yeah fuck yeah. dude
2: it's de- it's, de- it's depressing it's funny because yeah. like most most men will go through it and i feel mm-hmm. like nobody actually understands that they'll go through it because most i mean unless you had to suffer through it in like high school like late high school or you know early college which some people are very unfortunate to experience but um yeah when it hit me i mean i was like 26 it's like the first time i really just analyzed my hair and i was like oh oh fuck mm-hmm. it's thinning like it's right it's leaving me dude i was i was genuinely depressed for like two weeks like just the realization hit me i was like fuck like it's like
1: adultness has hit you and the fact that you're just like it's been such a big part of your identity i know as a and you didn't even know it you you took it for granted too because i'm I'm glad that yeah sorry go ahead go ahead
2: no no no, because i was gonna say like when when you know you have hair you could go bald. Mm-hmm. You could just have a buzz cut. It doesn't even matter. Like, is yeah. you don't have to worry. But as soon as you actually are balding, it's just like, oh god, oh, okay, I got to hold on to every fucking last hair. Like, I just <laughs> yeah. terrified. Yeah.
1: Yeah, man. It's like I'm glad to, in this day and age, like, there's a lot more openness about men feeling this way about it. There is because, like, it can it can definitely be depressing. Like, you know, like something that has been a part of you and being taken. Like, no one wants to ever be considered less attractive than they were before or less of the man that they were before or you know not in their youthful prime it's just I don't know it it, it hits and I don't know it's so <coughs> excuse me i've had I've had like a bunch of people be like oh yeah you know just be a man go I just shave it off and you know go to the gym it's like yeah but like you you know what if we didn't have to do that
2: yeah no I mean just I don't blame anybody for taking measures to try to keep their hair. I I tried finasteride for a little bit. I had to get off that shit because I just mm-hmm. like couldn't get as hard as I used to. Uh, oh no, I, I did try my... it before
1: as well yeah. a while ago, and it was. Oh really? Weird Even the you? Brain. Like,
2: were, were you like? Ex- were you just like trying to prevent? It was more anything?
1: like a there's like a preventative oh. thing because I seen a lot of scare of it. and like there was a phase where like I was going through like high stress mm. in terms of grad school and everything so i had i was i was literally just like losing weight and shedding my shedding hair oh i see so i think i think i was more stress related things and in the last couple you know last couple years is i've been taking a lot better care of my health like my just general health has gotten better and even drinking milk (laughs) hey man drinking milk is good okay it is it is good people people
2: you know you got you got too much flack for that on base after dark i'm sorry out uh, there your night they don't understand man
1: yeah it's a simple thing just a glass of milk has it's relatively healthy
2: now that that and was it's... definitely the most like w- that was frightening for me losing my hair and then my little brother he he's just turned twenty three and like mm-hmm. he has a receding hairline and mm-hmm. he didn't even know he really did it's just it's funny how that works like you can literally just be oblivious to your hair loss because you just are blinded to it like you just you've always just thought you have perfect hair and then all of a sudden you don't. And like, it's already been (laughs) happening for a year or more. And then you finally realize you're like, Oh my God. So like, my little brother is just like fucking terrified. He's like, like, the funniest part is, um, probably some people listening that can relate to this. Like before I knew that I was losing my hair, I, it's just like when you hear hair loss commercials of like, you know, preventing hair loss, it's just goes in one ear out the other. It's like, you don't even think about it. It's just like, what? Like, it's just white noise like okay like you know this is just an advertisement for something that's completely unrelated to anything i'll deal with and as soon <laughs> yeah. as as soon as it happened you're like genuinely paying attention and so it's funny It's like my little brother it sounds like he's like been getting recommended like videos on like fucking hair transplants and stuff so he's like oh, <laughs> man. some links i was like dude i'm gonna go to turkey man to get a hair transplant i'm like oh my god like
1: there is so, oh, unfortunately so there's like so much like predatory stuff on that side as well it's like I've heard of people like I've I've known I've seen people who've gotten like great hair transplants, mm-hmm. and then I've seen then you know you've seen horror stories of oh, it yeah. as well, where it's just like they take your money and then they just sort of like fuck you up, and then it might be good for like a little while, but then yeah. a couple like a couple years down the line, you're like worse than before, and you just look like a fucking doll with hair just patched on in certain places. Uh, yep. yep, it's like. Yeah, that's, that's something. It, it's scary.
2: That's something I, 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 mean, I already went bald last month due to a. Yeah, you did. I remember that. reward. So, like, going bald, you know, having a beard really, really helps. Yes. Because it just, it, you know, it just, just, it just works with a bald head better, and uh, going
1: face pretty well. Yeah.
2: Yeah, and going bald, like I realized, okay, my head, my head, it just looks just fine if I'm bald. So that was like a nice comfort of like, okay, like, you know. When I do decide to go fully Ball, it's not going to be the worst thing. I don't have like a weird like lopsided like head or anything. <laughs> Should be good for the most part.
1: Yeah. No. You. You. You look pretty solid with the with the bu- with the buzz. Thank you. Because I know uh, for some reason in the RuneScape section, people have just been. I feel like it's been a lot more happening. Like Tasty Buzz has had a couple, you know, yeah. couple months. Yeah, ago he's he's, been, he's he's just perm like buzz
2: now. Is he? Is that like just like he'll he'll never try to grow his hair out again? Is that, I'm yeah, that's what he said
1: he's like my hairline's too far gone and yeah like damn okay just rocking the ball you know, he he rocks it you know the he thing is like it, it's like i feel like it's just a mental thing like there's someone like of course like hair is tied to youthfulness etc cetera, etc cetera, but like if you got the swagger doesn't matter what the fuck how many hairs are on your head dude yeah it doesn't
2: okay um okay will he ever leak the belt video this is from (laughs) katarina you know what the belt video is uh i mean i i have a bunch of different options in my mind of what i'm thinking about for a belt video i
1: thought you were there but okay fine oh 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 yes i I wasn't
2: there for it but because this was in this is in north carolina south carolina wherever it was What's no it? no no,
1: this is in the uh this is in the base house. At, what am I uh, thinking about the other belt? Maybe I'm thinking
2: of a belt video with the fucking like Ditter Bitter or an Eavescape. Didn't they have a belt sort of I don't know about a belt video, but they had a somebody was talking <laughs> about maybe I think it was Megan. <laughs> Megan was talking about like um mm-hmm. nine rain or something poking a fucking like extra belt loop for Ditter Bitter or some <laughs> shit like that. I, something about a belt. I don't fucking Okay, what's the belt video?
1: That does sound familiar. But the belt this belt story was in uh from Vegas a couple uh, months ago, when we went for TwitchCon and Kat, uh, Katarina, really awesome person. Part of, you know, we actually got to meet her last TwitchCon, not this previous one. And just like, damn, for a PKer, you're kind of cool. <laughs> I just remember her being part of like the PKing community. And I was just like, wait a minute, like, they're all really cool people. They're nice and awesome. But there was, there's, there's, there's some, I think uh, Mr. Clone was filming the video when we were in the base house in vegas a couple months ago cat was there and for some reason cat i i handed cat my belt and there's was, somebody was taking a clone taking the video of cat spanking me with the belt <laughs> you know, it's, it exists and Wait, it hasn't like, been leaked yet like she it was can i add like, pants on pants are, yes the okay.
2: pants are, oh my god okay. that, I, I, you said the video wasn't leaked i'm just i just have to I wonder do. like why isn't it leaked you know if it,
1: that that would be crazy yeah right? no, that I was that thinking. did not happen okay that did well, not happen didn't uh, i don't i didn't have enough did money at the happen. time to uh pay for <laughs> pay for her <laughs> to do that, that but maybe someday <laughs> <laughs> jesus but it's a pretty fucking funny video I'm just she just like turns over cat's like the sweetest person but then for the camera she just turns it on she's like yeah, oh, yeah. And just smacks me with it i'm just like whoa just like yeah. i did not expect that from you yeah she, <laughs> just, <laughs> she's funny. a lot of fun <laughs> yeah it was awesome man how you know just how was like do you what do you remember of the las vegas TwitchCon experience with all the creators Runescape creators and stuff I, I was so i was really
2: happy because um like I, I was just like ah uh, like the twitch is gonna be a fucking a lot of money and i hadn't really planned ahead of time so i just like asked like because i went into katarina's stream and mm-hmm. she was she, she was asking me for like months prior she's like you're gonna go to TwitchCon, right and i'm like yeah maybe like i, I said like maybe but mm-hmm. in my head i was like no i'm not i'm probably not going pretty much but there's like a chance and there i, I mean there was a chance i, I did go um but in my head I was already pretty much like not going to go. So like a month before I popped into her stream, like in the early morning and she's like, are you going? I'm like, nah. And she's like, Oh, what? Like you need to go or whatever. And so I talked to peace cause peace mm-hmm. and them like all had like a, like Airbnb together. Like it was like a cold one, defy cat Melba, yeah. um, you know, all those. And, and so I just like was like, Hey, can I couch surf? And, uh, luckily like they fucking had like multiple couches there. So I just got to like choose my own. And it was nice. But, uh, Fuck yeah it. like real talk like just meeting everybody because this is the i mean i had my first ever meet up with you guys uh like you know <laughs> yeah. like the Tennessee trip in April and that was just insane that was so surreal like it was just i wasn't used to it it was like overload it's like stimulation like just like way too much going on all at once you know just arriving at a house and seeing every single person i've seen on twitch just like what the hell and then Bodie <laughs> pops in i'm like what the fuck like this is crazy like this is crazy and then yeah. twitchcon rolling up to the house and then just me it's just like everything worked out really nicely cuz the base house was like a five-minute walk, like a five-minute walk over there, like probably not even oh, five, like three or four minutes, and so we just walked over there every single mm-hmm. time and just huge meetups, huge parties, just every single person's there, it feels like you're just meeting so many new people that I hadn't met, and like, I don't know, there's like something where like, you're, you were saying like, you know, the PKers, um, you know, sometimes there's like a... Uh, I think, like, oh, the PKers, like, yeah, uh, they're, uh, you know, like, they're, they're the, like, the evil ones, basically, in the community. But, like, you meet them <laughs> yeah. in person. They're just so much fucking fun to be around. and Oh, absolutely, man. And and you're just meeting everybody. And, like, I remember, like, going to the Crusader party. And um, West Ham and Dino were just standing there in the corner. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, dude. what the fuck, dude? Like, West Ham and Dino in the flesh, like, right here. Like, this is just not. And so, like, you just... And then you see Tor Vesta and, you know, whoever the ha- C engineers is sitting there. I'm talking to C engineer, just this here in collection log completed, like fucking voice. <laughs> like, I'm just like, this is, this is the most amazing thing ever. I remember having to have like, th- this is going to sound kind of strange, but in the mm-hmm. early in the summer, I started like meditating, um, mm-hmm. of this this past year. Like I f- finally started like kind of taking like a course and just learning how to be more mindful, about stuff yeah, yeah. and and it's really it's like a really cool tool to use in any situation where you're not where you feel like you want to capture the moment and i remember specifically at like one of the parties i just was able to have a moment of realization i'm like how fucking amazing this is like this is probably you know well it's not once in a lifetime but like here in this moment like this is a once in a lifetime thing to be around all these lovely people that I, I like this is part of my community. Like this is the runescape community. This is the Twitch community. Like this, we're all in this together. We all have very similar experiences and we're all meeting up, having a great time. And I just remember like this one moment, I just got to sit and just think about it for a few seconds and just think about mm-hmm. how fucking like blessed I am and grateful I am to just be around all these people and just how amazing this all is. And just like, and then on top of it, I was so grateful for like the based community to just mm-hmm. put this shit together because it's so easy to just roll up to an event and just not really have any coordinated parties or anything. And you're just kind of like there and you're like, Oh, like, um, let's see if I meet anybody. But when people go out of their way to really set up events and make and get people together, it's just like, it was so perfect. And like, oh, dude, I had such a fucking good time. And like, there were so many people and like, yeah, I could go that's through them awesome, all, but man. like there's just so many. It was just amazing. So that's, I just I look that's forward so to it. awesome like, to hear. Yeah. Are you going to Runefest, by the way?
1: Yes, I'm planning to go to Runefest, dude. I I'm I... going. So that that'll yeah, be my oh, first time in yeah, Europe dude. too. Oh yeah. Yeah. I've only been to the UK once uh, a few years ago, but I don't know. Oh. Yeah, it's in Birmingham this year. I'm 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 excited because it's gonna be different from TwitchCon, like, as in. It's tied around RuneScape, right? Like, mm-hmm. we are going to be the cool kids walking around, strutting around, like, oh my God, is that Seder? <laughs> <laughs> I'm so know. excited. Yeah. I- and, and it's also one of the things, <laughs> which is, we were talking about some of the other base people, is like, it's not on our home turf anymore, you know? We're going to let the yeah. Brits, yeah. you know, put together the <laughs> yeah. parties this year. Yeah. We'll see how that goes. I, yeah. I, I hope it goes. Well, I will say, you know, one of the most awesome things about being part of like the base team is like how much they've brought together not just like the community that they've built in terms of viewers and people on Twitch but also like content creators like we I remember we hosted a party at TwitchCon not this year the, the year prior to that and it's like having all the RuneScape people come to our event where they were just like damn that's crazy that you guys are putting this together this is awesome because like the only other time we've done this is like RuneFest when it's Jagex sponsored and things like that so it's like damn this group of people is really bringing Everyone together, and it was just. I was in the same boat as you some of those nights, just being in awe, just being like, just surreal, being like, Holy shit, I'm in a house full of fucking the top, like all the greatest different RuneScape creators, you know, that I've known and seen on the internet. And like, it was such a crazy experience (laughs) to have, like, just. C engineer being like yeah you're ignoble right i'm like what oh like, my god who, like, what you know it's just like when, when i met like so many of these people people who are just like you know much, much bigger creators than i am you know because in my mind i'm like okay I, i'm just an ant to them they don't even know who i am right but like so many of them were just like yo what's up Ignoble, how's it going man what's up and i was just like how like I was like shocked and trying to like keep my shit together, being like, Holy fuck like <laughs> goddamn Yeah, and
2: it's also cool like putting it's like, you know, sometimes we put people on pedestals. Like I definitely put Bodie on a pedestal in Tennessee. It's just like, dude, like this this is fucking Bodie, like we're just hanging out with him, like what the hell? <laughs> yeah. But then you just you know, just everyone's just a person at the end of the day. And it's like, oh, like we're all just, yeah. we're all just people just hanging out. Like just, there's
1: nothing people much just more want to that. hang out and have fun. And it's yeah. just, it's a good time. It's like, that's the thing I love about the community. You know, as much as whatever weird, like manufactured drama, there might be like, oh, we don't like the PK or is it PVM or just like you put them all in the same house. Everyone's just going to be partying and hanging out together. It yep. doesn't matter. That was fun. Mm-hmm.
2: Okay. Um, Zout uh, has a, well, he just says feet. Period. (laughs) You have any thoughts?
1: Hmm. I, even to this day, I've stopped streaming. Like, I don't think I made a foot joke in many, in months, if not years. (laughs) And to this day, people in game come up to me like, yo, Ignoble, what's your discord? I got some toes to send you.
2: (laughs) I'm just like, never ends. Yeah. It will will never end.
1: It'll never end. I just just find it so funny because I'm just like... I don't remember a specific moment when I turned into the foot guy, but like it, you know, you basically
2: embrace like any, any title (laughs) that's given Though I feel like you were pretty easy to just embrace anything. So, I mean, just like if, if somebody said you were now the toe guy, it's
1: like, or the foot guy, you're just, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, I'm not, unless they're like directly being mean to me for some unknown reason. I'm I have no, like my sense of shame is very low i i treat this as like i am an entertainer i'm here to have a good time i get to be a fucking absolute goober on the internet you know
2: yep that's the best if way to it, go about it too as soon as you start taking yourself seriously online like you're just in
1: for a fucking disaster yeah yeah like it like and the, and the thing is i 100 percent know that like People wouldn't be making these types of jokes if I was like genuinely like a creepy, weird dude yeah. being like, hey, <laughs> yeah. like sliding yeah. into like the fucking five oh, yeah. viewer girl streams. Yeah. Like, oh, hey, my God. message me on Discord. Like, hey, you got a picture. Did you paint your nails, by the way? <laughs> like, <laughs> The thing is,
2: it's funny is like you actually have like put on this persona that people understand is not like, you know, it is for entertainment's sake. So you actually could pull it off at this point, which is the ironic <laughs> part. And it wouldn't be weird. That's what's hey. Funny. I'm ironically asking for pictures of your feet. That's crazy,
1: anyways. Yeah, no, it works. And only only for you, though. Um, People think it's all a joke, but oh man, I'm just playing deep into it until I can. Yeah, he's literally it. just
2: completely fooled all of us. All right. Um, what's oh, your favorite man. snack and why is it cheat toes?
1: Boo. I know fucking Greg posted that. I remember yeah, seeing that. Yeah, that's Greg. Man. Do you have a favorite uh, snack, though? Like, real talk? Favorite snack? I think it changes every so often. Um, right now, though, mm-hmm. it is those raspberry fig bars. Ooh. I don't know what brand they are. Let me look them up. Are was just, like, are General just,
2: Mills? Like, fucking Kellogg's? Uh, Nature's shit? Bakery. Okay, okay, okay. That sounds soft. Yeah. Those sound soft. Just the, yes, that, they are That soft. name sounds soft.
1: <laughs> they are soft. They have that raspberry flavor to them. Yeah. And also, like, you know... Going back to, you know, caring a little bit more about my body, I, I can't, like, sit down and eat. I can't fucking eat an entire bag of Doritos like I used to when I was, like, 21, you know? Back yeah. then I'd take a family pack and pound that shit. Be like, yeah, damn, that, that shit was nice. Yeah, and, like no, I yeah, I remember. <laughs> I can't do
2: that. No, it's really hard. I, I mean, seriously, like, I, I think I could do it if I still had bad binging habits. Because I used to have, not, like, bad binging habits in relation to other people, but, like, I, I almost binged. Well, when I didn't have a healthy, like, active lifestyle, it was so much easier to binge. I would just, like, you know, fucking order a bunch of food, get high, order a bunch of food, and then regret <laughs> yeah. it, and then, like, fast for, like, you know, a day or day and a half, and then just go on the binge cycle again. It's just, like, this repeated vicious cycle where you just, yeah, pound a bag of chips, eat a pizza, drink, drink some sodas, and just feel <laughs> feel totally fine, too. Young 20s, just, just totally mm-hmm. chilling. Back in college, bro, it would be, like, 2 a.m. We'd run to McDonald's, and just, I this is back when they had the the uh what were they like jalapeno mcdoubles spicy jalapeno mcdoubles whatever they were they had like these crunchy jalapenos on it bro i'd fucking order four of those at like 2 a.m like that is just asking for the worst heartburn of your life if you're in like your <laughs> late 20s or early 30s bro now i just pound that drink a full ass large coke not even a diet coke just straight up just pound that sugar and then eat some gummies and just be <laughs> full ass chilling and you know just i mean yeah you no. I just can't do that anymore just snacks aren't the nope. same
1: I think like just like once in a while i can have like a like you know binge on some snacks but nothing on a consistent basis like <laughs> at that level yeah but yeah I, definitely definitely fig bars at the moment for me do, do you have anything that you like to snack on Would yeah i like get hungry so
2: i have these um so i i like eating nuts <laughs> like like uh <laughs> i think my favorite honestly is probably pistachios or almonds those like just always hit, hit really nicely i also like pecans but they're just way fattier um, and they're just, I could just, I don't know. I want to get the extra protein in the nuts, you know, oh. Jesus Christ. This is not,
1: this is not oh my God, dude! As well as I you thought. You are walking right into yeah, it, man. I'm going to yeah. refrain. It's, it's too <laughs> yeah. easy. I'm right. not, I'm not even going to do it. It's yeah. too
2: easy. Yeah. It's way too easy. Um, but I really love, and I love sweet ones. Like, so I don't like the, um, savory as much. I still like savory, you know, I still like the kind of like Korean okay. barbecue flavor, maybe like the wasabi. But dude, on Amazon just like a month ago, I bought a four pack of these Snickerdoodle almonds, just lightly coated like the Blue Diamond, Blue Diamond, um, very thin coating of like this Snickerdoodle Mm. dusting, and oh my fucking god, like they're so addicting. So like any sort of snack that's sweet like that, Mm -hmm. but it's still healthy. It's still like a natural food. I love that. I also Country. like dried fruit, but dried fruit I can just pound, which is deadly. So I tried to <laughs> and, and if it's in my pantry, I'll just down it. Like I'll just keep fucking eating it. So I need to like chill, but like dried mangoes are an insanity. I had dried kiwis mm. for the first time. Those are really, really good. I didn't um, even know they had that. Yeah, dried kiwis. They're actually good. They kind of taste earthy. It's kind of nice. It's like hmm. it's it's interesting. So yeah, okay. any sort of like dried fruit or dried nuts, I, I enjoyed now at this stage. It's just because doesn't make me feel as shitty. Like, if I just pounded fucking Doritos, like, just... I just know every single bite is just, Like, this just isn't really what my body is needing right yeah. now. Just So, I, I try to find something that at least... Even the placebo of it, of me thinking this is a healthy thing, makes
1: me feel better about it. You're just two old men, dude. Yeah. It's not getting any <laughs> better
2: either. We're just going to keep getting it. No.
1: Better. I was going to say, I'm, I'm not the biggest fan of sweet, sweetened type of stuff, especially nuts mm. like that. I... I keep a bunch of raw nuts, like, but I don't eat them alone. I usually sprinkle all of it on, like, oats in the morning. That's, like, my mm. primary breakfast. Yep. Just, like, oats are a blank canvas, right? Yep. And then I make just, like, make it a little sweet, like, you know, maple syrup and uh, brown sugar, cinnamon, stuff like that. But then I just top it off with just, like, a bunch of different nuts, like, pecans, walnuts, almonds, sliced almonds, and, like... Uh, pumpkin seeds and stuff like that and it just it, it's like a full meal it's definitely on the fattier side because just because nuts have so much, such higher fatty fat content mm-hmm. but like i don't know what it is but having that plus like a glass of milk every morning like i do that like six days out of the week sometimes Damn. seven but it's just like solid to be yeah. in a routine and i also feel good in the morning knowing like okay i've had a lot of fiber and mostly whole food to so like start the day it's just like Just starting the day off well just sets the tone well. It's like even if I have like pizza or something for lunch, I'm just like, that's okay. Because like I started off with a really strong breakfast this morning. If I woke up in the morning and had like two fucking Pop-Tarts and some Cinnamon Toast Crunch. Oh my God. My day would just fucking, (laughs) I don't know. Yeah. Starting off on the wrong foot.
2: Yeah. I've I've kind of gotten out of the habit of a consistent breakfast. Back when I was like first trying to uh, like first on my health phase of just walking Mm -hmm. daily and just trying to get my calories a little bit lower yeah i was just like make a protein shake in the morning with really good ingredients i would put like it was like oat milk some fucking natural vegan protein powder with some mushroom blend in it chia seeds cinnamon like just all this shit blended all together and that was like amazing i also really loved um like greek yogurt with i would literally blend up pistachios to like a Kind of like a grainier sort of like granola type consistency, kind of like dust. Sort not mm-hmm. full dust, but like just kind of like crumbly. Yeah, yeah. Dump it in there with cinnamon and some raspberries. Ooh. Oh my god, bro. Like that, that shit fantastic. would slap so hard. So
1: it was good. There, there's a lot of healthy foods out there that also taste good, man. You have to find the right combination of things. Dude, the, the problem is it's like it's just
2: expensive sometimes. If you want to keep it fresh like for me sometimes i'll i'll literally just like i want to get like a nice dessert or a a nice like breakfast sort of sweet breakfast in the morning that i can have for the next week which Mm -hmm. requires like me you know getting some fresh fruit getting some sort of stuff that could expire relatively soon and for some reason i will do that and then i just won't be in that health phase and i'll just like let the shit go bad like that's this that the worst is me trying to get Mm -hmm. produce like me trying to get like legit vegetables that are just fresh And then they just go bad because I just don't find the time to cook a good recipe for it or just anything. I'm just it just sucks wasting money on shit that just yeah, it feels so, so bad.
1: Yeah, like that's one of the hardest things about like you know cooking for just yourself like it's solo. It's so
2: annoying. Yeah,
1: and it's like nothing is sold in like single person increments. And you if know? it is, like, if it's you're... hella
2: expensive
1: exactly for i ex- i know specifically like these herbs that i'm looking for oh i want to get a cup of some like a little bit of cilantro or something to add to my thing it's a fucking giant bushel yep. it's like maybe like you know a dollar fifty or maybe two bucks and then then there's like a the organic one which is a much smaller you know more relevant for one person type deal and then it's like five dollars for <laughs> that's something that's like 10 times smaller Mm-hmm. It's, like, yeah, Dude, it's... what the fuck it's it's, hard
2: it's hard doing it for one person Uh, dude when when i think of like relationships i'm like i need (laughs) i need somebody that like i need somebody that like likes to cook and is good at it and like like enjoys (laughs) it i I feel like that's Mm. such an important like trait for me like when i think about like a like optimal you know optimal like partner status Mm. like if they enjoy cooking and like because i i enjoy cooking too but it needs to be like a mutual kind of thing like if we can empower Mm. each other to like let's cook some healthy meals together and like that would be oh my god that sounds so nice and then you (laughs) and then you get to split up the meal as well you don't have to fucking have this massive tray of some shit you made and just fucking (laughs) shove it in the fridge and like Bro, now I'm going to pig out on this. Like, this was all about, like, being healthier and being more, like, mindful about my spending. But now, ultimately, I'm just pigging out on these fucking leftovers for the next four days. Like, Christ.
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah man. It's just, it, it, it I would say it's definitely nice to have um, probably, like, a partner who enjoys that aspect of it. Especially, like, health and stuff like you definitely want to be with somebody or I maybe mean, it doesn't even have to be a partner like a friend or somebody just like support you in that sense of hey i want to work on this part of myself i'm you know having that second person to motivate you or help you along is really really nice yeah
2: Garth brooks 69 420 is asking are the allegations true look
1: man the Based lawyers did a great job, and they've also told me that I'm not allowed to speak of any such things. so I cannot confirm nor deny anything about any allegations. Okay.
2: Lukey JD says, I'm so sorry to hear this. This was uh, in regards to uh, you being on the cast for episode 160.
1: Lukey, you motherfucker. <laughs> oh, my God. Now, Lu- isn't, Lukey, isn't Lukey he is a... a, a <laughs> like,
2: isn't he like a, a huge page, patron like on your guys' I can't remember. For some reason, that name's ringing a bell.
1: Yeah, he, he's he's a he's a long time supporter of the Based After Dark cast. He's a he, he's awesome. Um, he he actually was on the Patreon cast a couple of weeks ago. Is fucking he's a pretty funny guy as well. Okay. And he is most known for splicing together clips of the Based After that's, Dark podcast.
2: That's it. That's what I see. Online. <laughs> I recently saw another one. Yeah, just all the yeah mm-hmm. super super spliced
1: like incredibly edited. <laughs> which is made. Which one makes it so fucking uh funny so he knows he's he's definitely g- good at that i always have a good laugh when he makes one of those puts it together uh imagine... he's definitely been a huge supporter of the base after dark cast and has really just been a, been there for quite quite a while man
2: hell yeah imagine somebody like that but in like a really malicious sense like were to splice up things like really with malicious intent trying to, like, tear you guys, just, like, making it seem (laughs) like it's fully, like, in context and everything and just, like, splicing it really, like, perfectly. I I, actually, I had that fear when I started the podcast, like, you know, imagining some of my haters, like, just, Mm -hmm. like, going in and finding any fucking crumb of, like, something that I said and just putting together this whole compilation (laughs) of, like, every fucking (laughs) weird thing I've said, about 500 hours of audio, just like, oh, my God, it could still happen. I'm terrified, but
1: yeah they would have to put a lot of time and effort into that yeah it's, that it's would scarier be scarier now with like the ai voice stuff but oh my God. honestly at the end of it like who <laughs> who has that much time and effort to do such a thing you know You'd obviously be definitely a scary thing you would be surprised <laughs> you're not wrong actually that's true yeah well i hope it's gonna be me i'm gonna fuck you up
2: okay um <laughs> dr elo do you have a shoe size preference What about toes, the bigger, the better, or what? What about toes, the bigger, the better, or what? And uh, how is it disguising yourself as a normie? That is actually a good question. How is it disguising yourself as a normie in your everyday corporate life? (laughs) I'll uh, I'll touch
1: on the previous things first, but, you know. Look, size doesn't matter, man. As long as they're dainty and pretty and and decently taken care of, it's all good for me.
2: (laughs) Uh, How how about disguising... Are you the... I mean... Okay, so I've met you in real life.
1: Yes, yes you have.
2: And but there still is that little bit of like you you know we all know you from your stream, so you can kinda of put that on. When you're in your corporate life, are you just completely different?
1: Um I would say there's elements of myself that I'm, you know, it you know, it's core to me, right? Mm. I I would say I'm definitely a goober, but I'm not like aggressively saying the things that i'm comfortable (laughs) saying on twitch or like around with you guys like i'm definitely way more reserved um in person and in in general i'm a very i don't know if this is a good or bad thing like i'm i'm like hyper aware of how i'm perceived Mm. which is you know not good sometimes because you can really get in your head about that kind of stuff but like it's good because it allows me to sort of like, you know, code switch depending on what kind of situation I'm in, like knowing if I'm with somebody who's a higher up, like a manager or something like that, just, add, like, you know, add, like, just being a certain way, like in rather like just small things, like caring a lot about how they view me, you know, because like there, there are people out there who are just blatantly themselves all the time. It's like you can be yourself, but you can present a more polished version of yourself. You can present like certain aspects of you that are not, you know, don't, there's certain aspects that should be kept inside and in certain situations. And I will say disguising myself as Normie is pretty, uh, pretty fun. <laughs> um, have you ever, as I'm getting to know my, go ahead. Go sorry.
2: Ahead. I, was gonna, I was just going to interrupt and just ask, have you ever had somebody like know you from, uh, or have you ever told anybody that what you do and like you, or no. like beforehand? <laughs> not, up, not no. my,
1: not not my not my not any of my work people or anyone yeah, yeah, professionally related. Yeah. I used to have friends who yeah. I who also didn't really know about it and I didn't really tell them about streaming. Uh-huh. But then oh, no. I joined like their Discord once. And then like and Discord you can see when somebody's live. <sighs> and then they're just like, we didn't know you streamed on Twitch. I was like, oh, oh fuck. god. But they're they're like super chill about it, actually. Like I, cool. I actually nowadays, like, I would argue that like my stream personality is like blended in very, very much with like most of my IRL friends and things. Okay, that's fun. Because like, and even with like the people on stream that I met in content creator and stuff, it's like, I know them as people now. They're not just like entities on the internet who are these, you know, pedest- content creators on a pedestal. They're just regular people who I'm friends with now. Mm-hmm. So like, I don't have to like hide or pretend to act a certain way. I think it's just for like, in terms of my like corporate side of things, I know that you obviously shouldn't be saying certain things or being, or doing certain things. But like, I, I think I do a pretty good job of being a relatively normal person <laughs> just because I'm just so hyper aware of, you know, what people see me as. Yeah.
2: Okay. Um, I want to ask just to kind of like wrap things up. Uh, Just like what, what mm-hmm. is, what are the plans for uh, based after dark? Are you guys just going to be continuing strong with where you're at and just, uh, Kind of keeping that up have you guys ever thought of like different projects different other sort of content um anything like that i don't know if you guys ever like discuss things like that if you're just like whatever or I, gu- I guess most of the people i mean besides you i mean i guess you have your corporate job but like most people already have their own streams and youtube they're dealing with as well but
1: we yeah. actually do talk about it because you know one of the things that you know like i think there's certain people more so like i, I like with a lot of stuff, like I, I have, I've had visions in the past of where I want to take things. Um, I know, like Seth, Mr. Prison Joe, is like very future oriented, wants to like make positive steps towards something, and not just you know be a, hey, just show up every Wednesday and we'll see what happens type thing. He's definitely the kind of guy who has a vision, um, and I, I, w- I will say, like him specifically, he does a very good job of you know bringing people together to talk towards that. Our editor, Mr. Saint Tits definitely comes back to us with feedback about like, Hey, these things went well. Hey, I want to try one of these things. I see a lot of lifestyle podcasts do this. Like, I think you guys should try this or we should not do that. And like there, there, there's always, you know, something to work towards. Um, and just myself right now, because I've, you know, turned a lot of my focus more towards my IRL things. I've taken more of a backseat in terms of directing a vision, (laughs) in that sense, but I feel like every th- three to six months, we sort of come together as like a brain trust and say like, hey guys, what 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 do we want out of this? Do we wanna keep going forward? Are things gonna be the same? Are we happy with it? Like that's one of the things, that that was one of the big decisions like we made to stop bringing guests from the places, on, from RuneScape on and move towards like a lifestyle, just team-based podcast, right? And we had a huge discussion about that, like, hey guys, You know, we see these things are not going well, or we're trying to walk this weird line between two things. Like, let's stop and focus on one thing. Let's take this direction. We had that conversation in terms of the Based After Dark podcast. And now, in terms of moving forward at the moment, um, we've brought on a new person, Mr. Krylax. You know him. You've met him. He's he's gonna be coming on as like a regular since like you know me and Zoe are becoming more and more like less and less available due to like mm-hmm. IRL obligations and stuff. So I think we're sticking with the current direction um, of just lifestyle podcast. And honestly, I'm pretty happy with that for now. If they have any more visions, you know, in terms of where we want to go with it, I don't see it ever coming back towards like a RuneScape specific type stuff. But hey, you never know what happens in the future
2: okay well uh ignoble i appreciate your time tonight coming on talking about your uh latest adventures in the corporate life and your uh <laughs> experiences from the past two years so i guess we'll wrap things up with uh three shout outs from the community oh boy so i just throw doing this on you last again. time and yeah. getting
1: fucking terrified god <laughs> damn it just... uh, i didn't i didn't even come prepared this time man good <sighs> well in terms of people to shout out um let's see i will say like you know a lot of the people that i i would have i would definitely shout out everybody in base that'd be like my first thing to do but because i already know them so well i want to do something different right okay first of all shout out all the base people go check every each and every single one of them out go check out the base after dark podcast that's we'll linked. leave that as first it'll
2: be out. linked down in the description as well so for those that have uh are curious we'll have base after dark linked
1: in the description for sure for sure and then I guess the other two, let's, I'm gonna start off with one, which is, I would say Eli, Mr. Eliop. He is a PvPer, primarily. primarily, um, you know, wildy kind of guy. And in my mind, I've all like, just throughout most of my Twitch days, like, up until, like, a, like maybe like a year, year and a half ago, it was always just like, ah, oh, wildy stuff is silly, PKing is stupid, whatever. The communities are toxic. I never want to watch them. But like, I started watching Eli a little bit here and there. He's definitely—he's one of the guys who I lurk in his channels pretty frequently. He's fucking, I find him hilarious. And like, his, the people in his channel are generally wholesome, regular, just regular people. None of the weird toxicity that exists on that side of the community. And also having met him in real life, he's one of the fucking coolest dudes. Just absolute most awesome dudes to hang out with.
2: And he's a literal bear. I mean, that dude is fucking
1: dude. massive. He's like 6'8", or some shit. He's fucking huge. <laughs> huge. So, you know, if you're more of a pvm kind of side, collection lot kind of guy, you just want to see good content, be somebody, to be funny, go definitely check him out. Um, and the other person that I want to shout out, I'm, I am feel like I'm shouting out big creators unnecessarily, maybe. But this one, it's going to be Dino, dude. Mr. Dino XX. Yep. Like, I've only got to meet him at of uh, Vegas last year, but... Like, once again, just the wholesomeness of his community. Like, he's just a regular dude, and he brings in so many, like, just n- sort of normie people who lean towards PKing, so they don't have any of that weird toxicity stuff. They're just regular-ass folks who, you know, don't play the game a lot, but they want to learn about PKing, do that kind of stuff. I saw him host, like, random masses or, like, CC, like, runs and stuff like that, like, random fights in, like, North Northwieldy with, like, all the people from his chat, and it's just, like, Damn, dude! <laughs> like, it's yeah, he just, is it's really so cool community oriented.
2: Like it just it fits him. Like,
1: mm-hmm.
2: and he has he's he just doesn't have an ego either. He's just so he, he doesn't take himself seriously, and mm-hmm. he's just always looking out, you know, for his community and just really interactive with the stream. He, yeah, he
1: fucking nails it. Deserves all the success. Seriously, man, it's like it makes me so so you know happy to see things like that because he streams like EU times like since I'm now a morning person, the days I yeah. work from home, I do <laughs> check into his streams um yeah, yeah no that's those are I, you know what let's I'll throw um one more out there okay yeah, i I know I know I've said this about the base people, but I do want to shout out um mr hamsey you know he's he's one of a very consistent streamer I'm so 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 surprised of like seeing all the base people grow so much like he's been on the track to partner in like I don't know why freaking Twitch hasn't given it to him yet, or why his stream is hidden. Or I don't know, man. I feel like he deserves way more viewers than he has because he's such a fucking one hilarious guy. You'll see him on the Based After Dark podcast, and two, like his music taste is fire, dude. You hang out on yep. his stream, oh my god, it's just fucking bop after bop after bop.
2: You know what? I'm gonna give a ham. I'm gonna give a shout out to Hamzy too. Hamzy's a fucking legendary creator and very underrated. So, and mm-hmm. uh, IRL he's even he's even cooler in person. Which
1: is <laughs> yeah. you know, that's that's something to be said. I will say he was one of the he's one of the few people who I who has been introduced to my IRL friends and I've just felt completely cool. It's like, yeah, no, this guy is definitely like one of the people I'd want to be like, yeah, like these are my internet friends. My friends would probably be like, Oh fuck, they're probably a bunch of weirdos. And then I introduced him to Hamsy, like, fuck, he's a regular ass dude, He's really fucking cool. Yep, yep.
2: <laughs> yeah. Okay. That's about uh, it. Ignoble, thank you very much for your time tonight. Uh, down in the description, I know Ig on his doctor arc, and we'll we'll see how long that. Or, 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 surely there will be another Twitch arc, right? And once you get canceled for, no, I'm kidding. But uh, no, surely, I'm, I'm wishing. I'm no. wishing hey, if
1: I lose my job, I'll be right back to full time <laughs> streaming, baby. But hopefully wishing, that doesn't happen. Yeah. <laughs> wishing you the
2: very best on your uh, career path, and uh, it's really cool seeing you make real life strides. And uh, yeah, I'm really really happy for uh, where you're at in life right now, and hoping everything just gets better. Um, but I will still have your Twitch link down below just in case people want to pop in if you are live, you know, on mm-hmm. the odd day and, um, <laughs> also a base yeah, after man. dark linked and your Twitter and I don't think you had a YouTube, right?
1: Um, I do have a YouTube, but it's, it's, I think I've uploaded maybe two videos per year. <laughs> okay. So do so, you want me
2: to link that or just? Nah, don't worry about okay. it. Okay. Twitter, yeah, Twitch, hey. base after dark
1: yeah Yeah. seriously thank you man for having me on dude it's it's a pleasure you know now that especially now that i'm transitioning slowly out of the streaming thing i was i was expecting you'd be like ooh, sorry man maybe uh no uh, i think i don't I, know if i have time it, for you
2: it's kind of nice <laughs> getting that closure as well i think um i don't know i just think it's fun being i mean i'm glad i i can just talk to anybody i mean it's just a it's a fucking say bay cast just just conversing with the with the homies so I, I think this was kind of like a nice like closure to uh you know, the, the streaming arc and the the content creation arc for you. And, uh, oh, yeah, it's just man. really cool. So I also, but if you guys want to catch him, he'll still be on base after dark. It's the weekly podcast that he'll still be continuing to do, but yeah, good luck on your, uh, career. Nick Noble. Thank you very much for coming on today. Thanks, man. All right, guys, if you, uh, for those listening, if you want to support the cast down in the description, there's a Patreon link and a YouTube membership link where you can support the podcast next Friday, this upcoming Friday, we're going to be having Flash, Mr. Flash on the Cast. who is a PBM extraordinaire on Twitch. Uh, He's a a Twitch creator as well. So I'm excited to talk to him about some PBM and uh, yeah, thanks all for listening and we'll catch you in the next one. Thank you again, Ignoble.